Good evening, and welcome to Masterpiece Shit Piece Theater. If you would please kindly take your seats, the show will begin momentarily. boys and girls ladies and gentlemen you guys don't know what you just walked into i'm nick brammer i'm your host this is masterpiece shit piece theater every friday night we're here to entertain you i was just telling some stories and mm, it was good stuff so Let's go ahead and get our intros out of the way as usual so we can get into some good shit this week. We got a lot of news. We got a really interesting discussion this week. Tell your friends. Get us some fucking viewers, man. Come on. We've it's been... almost like we prepared for this shit this week. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. We might never do it again. Never prepare again. <laughs> We're just going to fucking wing everything. So, coming to us from Legless, Virginia, Josh, where are you at? Well, you just told them. <laughs> it's a little tiny town nobody's ever heard of. It's more of a, an unincorporated community called Legless. Um, but yeah, there's like 19 people and three horses, and two of the horses are dating the same cousin. So, um, but oh, oh, you mean where they can find me on the internet? Yeah, uh, you can catch me every Friday here with you cats. Friday night. On the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel, you can also catch me on the All Queued Up podcast. We had a new episode uh, published today where we covered uh, seasons two of Cobra Kai and The Tick. And then, yeah, we recorded it Wednesday, and then yesterday they, they canceled The Tick. Yeah, I was about to say, oh, rest in peace, Tick. Dude, that fucking show rules, so yeah, hopefully Netflix picks it up. Yeah, hopefully Netflix picks it up. It's a really yeah, good dude. show. Uh, but yeah, you can uh, find me on uh, Facebook under my regular name, and you can uh, follow all my social media profiles that are linked there. Make it easy for you. But that's me. Very nice. Now, the man who goes from truck stop to truck stop. And comes don't... away without any infections, surprisingly enough. <laughs> Hey, I am the fun. infection. Yeah, except that's for a fucking talent. <laughs> I know. How do you how do you stay infection free with all those fucking showers and them chuck stops? Full body condoms. <laughs> Full body condoms. Dude, Rob's funny. Rob will wait for like four hours and he'll make sure to stop and take a shower even though he like goes to sleep in his own bed. <laughs> nah, man. I bet. I bet. Fucking. Hey, they're free. Rob's <laughs> Rob's got an emergency kit with a fucking syringe full of penicillin. <laughs> yeah. Rob, go ahead. Tell them where you're at. 
I got one full of penicillin and one full of rohypnol. Mm. Your, your, your guess which one I'm using on who? I'll say he uses it on himself. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> He just tell he just tells the lot lizards that the fucking wallet's on the fucking dash. Yeah, he's like, take me whatever you want with me. <laughs> it's fucking empty, but it's there. Yeah, and he's like, just keep the camera on. Do whatever he's like, you want. No, I, I think there's a gift card with Chick Fil A. Go ahead. off here. It's Quick Trip. Quick Trip. I was, okay. I was on Instagram. There's this video. Like this lady was on the treadmill and she's filming this like other like workout area and there's this uh, one girl and she's like <laughs> she's like holding one of them kettlebells like doing squats and there's this other dude or there's this dude sitting there with like a towel across his lap just like super obviously like beating his meat dude <laughs> like he's sitting there like you know how you know how when little kids are like sitting on the floor like little babies and they're like rolling a ball back and forth Mm-hmm. He was sitting like that, like with his legs spread out and straight, and he, he was just beating his meat. And while he was doing it with his free hand, he was recording her on his phone, dude. Jesus. Like, not even okay. Small, dude. That's a turn on this. People are crazy, man. man. No, no. Do you guys remember a few years back there was an episode of South Park, and for some reason Kyle kept saying, anytime Stan would say something dumb, Kyle kept saying, "Well, you know, you you know what? You're just going to end up." jacking it in san diego if you don't yeah yeah, yeah. well and then at the end the end of the episode they did that song you know jacking, jacking it, it in san diego two seasons ago two seasons ago at a chargers game when they were still in san diego <laughs> there was a line judge or a, one of the guys that held the um uh the First yeah. down marker. Yeah. He is standing on the sidelines looking at the cheerleader and he's got his hand deep in his pocket. Popping one off. Obviously beating the shit out of it to them cheerleaders. I beat so my somebody meat. somebody took that video and they dubbed that song Jacking It in San Diego over it because he was literally Jacking it in San Diego. In San Diego. And it's one you know. of the greatest things to ever come out of the internet. Good for him. He's, he's bored. He's sitting there holding that fucking pole. He's like, I got a pole I can do something with. Fuck it. Let me do All right, Rob, I don't think you ever got off where you're at. <laughs> Apparently in a truck stop. <laughs> oh, uh, the realm of collectors. Always at the realm. Under Rob Milton. On the Instagrams as Rob's Hobbies. And every Friday night here with you guys making questionable life choices. <laughs> As always. If you ain't gonna, qu- if you don't question, if you don't question what you're doing, you're gonna have a lot of regrets at the end of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no dude. regrets. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. That's right. Live fast, die young. Leave behind a great looking corpse. I'm gonna slide into my grave sideways. <laughs> I can't fire. do that. Russell, the love What's muscle. Up? New baby, I like it. All right, I mean, gonna get me going tonight already. Hello, um, just call me Mr. Shitty Dick, and uh, we'll be good to go. That's my new nickname, Shitty Dick. <laughs> well, we well, I know what my Santa, we we were going to keep your secret, but you know, well, we know what my <laughs> yeah, name is going to be changed. There. 
We know I'm, what my name's I'm, gonna be changed to in the chat. I'm stealing. I'm stealing. Uh, oh yeah. I'm, no. I'm stealing. No, I'm, 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 I'm keeping your nickname as it is because with that night when you were trying to split spit out the flat rate shipping and said flat shit raping. God. I mean, it was just it was just too perfect. Too perfect. Yeah. 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 So uh, you can catch me here every Friday night um, with these jackals and um, yeah. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. I stole that from somebody. Anyway. <laughs> And um, yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, you know, and uh, you know, I'm always, well, not always, I'm trying to post more shit up in the realm lately, but you know, it's hard because there's so many people posting shit up now, and they always see that it's like, I go to post something up, and it's like, oh man, fuck, somebody already beat me to that, fuck you. It's good to yeah, see yeah, the yeah, influx, yeah. the influx no. to the new members and the participation yeah. level we're getting from. No, I, Several of them has been very encouraging. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah you're right. My bad, Josh. That, that's that's the that's the good part. But it's boxing out old schoolers. I really think I really <laughs> to be serious for a second. I really think there's been a huge influx since that last NJCC. That's what that's cool. what that's well, what it feels like. That. Bobby's video. Bobby's video too. Thank you, Mr. Skullface. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's probably because of this show, man. Fuck yeah, let's take credit. What kind of drugs Damn are you right. on? <laughs> <laughs> come on, Rob. You gotta pat ourselves on the back a little bit, right? Come on. <laughs> how many how many of those fucking little miniature beers have you already had, Sam? No, they look like freaking kegs in his hand. I know. Yeah, but but they're only they're only six ounces. <laughs> whenever I whenever I think of Sam, I think of Deadpool and the Deadpool movie when he's like, it's gonna look so big in this. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, you don't realize if we ever get him into a live group meetup with us, he's probably going to kill us all, and we're never going to see it coming. Oh, fuck that! Fuck that! I'm going to master blaster him around TFCon. No way, dude! Oh, wow! God, I thought we were putting him in my backpack. Either that or be Ferrator. You'll have to dress up like a little girl, though. (laughs) <laughs> it was cool. gross. Oh, he's a little gross. <laughs> All right, Russ, were you done? I'm done, Bubba. Good. <laughs> Resident Hobbit, wonderful whale watcher, Sam Mead. Where are you at? I'm uh, Insta Sam eight nine on Instagram, which I never get. I get on there a lot. I just don't ever post anything unless I'm like looking for toys. And then uh, Sam Mead in the groups here every Friday night. Welcome everybody. Everybody in the chat, thanks for watching. Word. Being here. That was that was nice, concise, and professional. Tell us, tell us the uh, origin of this week's T-shirt, Sam. Oh, dude, eBay man. There's this one store who I always buy vintage shirts from. So he'll be like, "Hey, you want this, this, and this for this price?" I'm like, "Lay it on me, man." I don't know what. Don't even need to hit the auctions. He got your number. Yeah, yeah, dude, he, he like it will just send me a PayPal invoice. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right. Interesting. I'm your host, Masterpiece Shitpiece, Nick Brammer. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for coming in the chat and participating. I love to see the good numbers. Give us a like. Give us a dislike. Tell us to fuck off in the comments, whatever. Give us a view. Give us something. <laughs> something. Jesus. Yeah, fucking hop in, watch for a minute. Uh, we don't need Jesus. No, we need cheesy crust. Nice. Cheesy the pepperoni crust. Messiah. It's good stuff, dude. 
You can find me on Facebook as Nick Brammer. You can find me on Twitter as Brammer underscore Nick. And on Instagram as Masterpiece underscore Shitpiece. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. So, we're not going to cover the Robert Pattinson Batman news for one reason. It hasn't been confirmed by anyone. So, Is it a prank? I don't know. I mean, there's tons of outlets reporting that... There's tons of outlets reporting it, but until official word comes from DC, Warner Brothers, is this it's officially back. covering it? No, no. Hey, this hey, is hey, just hey. our fucking disclaimer. <laughs> Listen here, Rob. We are a real journalist here. Okay. We have what? some integrity. <laughs> we have some very little. <laughs> But yeah, that's why we're not covering that this week, guys, because, again, there's been no confirmation. Um, the stories going around is that it's either Robert Pattinson or Nicholas Holt. <laughs> Out of the two, I'd rather see Nicholas Holt, obviously. But uh, there, there's nothing to report on that front. So we're going to go ahead and get into the news, but I just want, in case anybody was looking for us to cover that, not happening this week. So our first story this week is Disney acquires full control of Hulu. Matter of time, man. Yeah, we've yeah. we've told you guys this is going to happen for a while because yeah. Disney with ABC had already owned, I think, 33%. And now with their acquisition of Fox, they own over 60%. So, 67%. Yeah, 67, 67%. So they own two-thirds of Hulu. So we're seeing exactly what we thought was going to happen. And with the news that Hulu was going to get some animated series from Marvel, this was pretty obvious it's just yeah it's cr- it's crazy when it actually does drop you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. comcast is still retaining 33 percent ownership yeah. but they're yeah. giving all creative <clears throat> control and all administrative control to disney yeah, yeah but disney. they don't really have a choice yeah pretty much yeah disney when basically they, owns it at this yeah, point yeah, anything over 51 percent and they majority stakes so mm-hmm. but comcast has to hold on to that little bit of money yeah, I mean, but it's it, it's good that 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 Disney's gonna have control of this though because Disney's gonna it gives it gives Disney a, an outlet to put their content that they don't want to put on their normal stream on their. And I hope they, I right. hope you know. Do that, so that's good. Well, that's, that's what rated our stuff, whether it's TV what, or movies. Yes, yeah, and that's what Bob Iger had been saying for months. Mm-hmm. Any R-rated content will not be right. on Disney Plus service. Yeah, it to will me, go on, shows, like their it will go on Hulu. Yeah. Right, which is shows their really commitment to that. Yeah, yeah, well, and it's good. It's good. You know? <clears throat> like we had and said it's before, also go ahead, Rob. I say, like we had said before, it has everything to do with the fact that I think they want to keep the Disney service more family, family, family friendly. Yeah, family friendly. So, right. think, oh, this is Disney, so mom can hand that tablet or phone to their kid, and they can yep. watch away yeah. and not have to worry about seeing well, this falls. This is exactly why they actually did the PG-13 version of Deadpool 2, so they can put it on the Disney Plus service, but also keep the regular R-rated versions of Deadpool on Hulu. Have any of you guys watched the PG-13 one? It doesn't drop. It doesn't drop until December, does it? Oh shit! Oh, was it? Oh, that's right. That's their Christmas. Yeah, that's their like Christmas present. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how how it'll be, man. If it'll if it'll seem too off. uh, 
I, I, I can never do that, dude. Man, and that's, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a parody. It's, I don't think it's going to be a direct cut. Yeah. It's going to be some kind of yeah. parody. Like, I'm going I'm to let my son watch it. You know what I mean? It's cool because, like, I wouldn't want him necessarily to watch the rated R one. But, like, I'll let him watch the PG-13 one. Because yeah. he, like, he's, like, is into Deadpool, even though he doesn't, hasn't seen him in anything. Like, he just sees him around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's a known character. So yeah, he's, like, yeah. in the in yeah. cultural zeitgeist, you'd say. Yeah, yeah. damn. Y'all gotta play the. If y'all haven't played the Deadpool video game, you gotta, oh, it's awesome! It, it is, is pretty off dope. The fucking hook, dude. I'm just. That's, it's insane. No, that's Gabriel's favorite yeah. game. It's crazy. Now, something that I was just thinking about while we were talking is that Disney is going to have two streaming services that they have control of. Do you think that they're going to be trying to push Netflix? Oh, they're they're already trying to shove Netflix right out. Yeah, because I mean Netflix Netflix has a giant, you know, ingrown base, but with them losing all the Disney content, all yeah. the Fox content, mm-hmm. all the Star Wars content, they're gonna yeah. be fine. They're gonna be fine, but at the same at the same at the same time, I think that this is the only way that a streaming service could challenge Netflix. Here's the thing, though. I I, I would I would see you're, you're right. But the problem is Netflix is, I think, they're preparing for this. They, they are. They really amped up their their own their own shit, their own original stuff. They really amped up the making of a lot of stuff. Um, they're they're making their own movies now. They're making their you know, yeah, lots of, lots of shit. And the content is 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 some of it's some of it's eh, some of it's pretty good. You know, you just have to kind of check it out and, and stick with it, and it's pretty awesome. But yeah. they're also mm-hmm. they're, there's other. There are other studios out there making movies other than just Disney, you know, and all their you Yeah, know, but Com- Comcast yeah. own Comcast owns Universal also. Mm-hmm. Good point. So, they you still know, have like the rights to the Hulk too, right? Universal does, yeah. yes. Like it, but, for for a solo movie. But again, right, but it, any solo any solo movie of the Hulk that they do because of the way the rights are, they have to co-produce with Marvel. That's why yeah. that's why the Incredible Hulk, the second one with Ed Norton, is considered mm-hmm. in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, universe, but you know, who knows? You know, Netflix might be trying to might start working out deals with uh, studios. To, to yeah, get their shit exclusively. Yeah. You know? And they're going, well, they're they, going, they're going heavy on their own comic content too because they have they, a, they have a deal with Dark Horse, and um, a couple months ago they announced a deal that they have with Mark Miller and the Miller World <laughs> Properties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were and they've been going that, to. That'd be a smart thing to do. Yeah, I agree. They've also been going to award-winning directors like Alfonso Cuarón, yeah. and letting them create their own independent <laughs> films, and then backing them, you know, uh, financing them, let them yeah. be released for like a week in theaters so they qualify for awards, yeah. and then carry them exclusively on Netflix. That movie right. he did for that was on Netflix. It got nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. And best director. I mean, that dude's a fucking genius. They're also doing all this animated content shit. They're doing all yeah. the anime. I still haven't yeah. peeped. I still haven't peeped uh, Ultraman yet. Ultraman, it's, oh, it's, cool. yeah. it's really it's, good. It, it's the pretty art good. Style is dope. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I, you know, I was. I wasn't sure how I was gonna feel. Watch, and I said, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go for it and watch this." Trying, trying to do what Josh told me and not be prejudgy about shit. So I just kind of want to say, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. And I was. I was really pleasantly surprised. You Ultraman, you're talking about? Yeah, Ultraman. Yeah. Nice. Cool. I, I, like, I watched Ultraman when I was a little kid. Me yeah. too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Me too. I love that stuff. So whenever they do a newer, updated version of something, I always get worried. And my yeah. first thought is, oh, they're going to fuck it up. You know? But trying to be like, I'm trying to do what Josh 
said, I'm trying to be a little less, you know. <laughs> well, well, you know, here's the thing. Even if they tell a story that you're not pleased with, yeah. does that affect your ability to go back and watch the original thing that you loved? Yes. Yeah. And then it's like it always, like, it's like, even if you don't like the interpretation, whatever, it's like, if it brings new fans to it, then, then it's yeah. worth it, you know? That's true. Yeah. That's true. I want to address that. Watching Ultraman, so. Go ahead, Rob. I want to address this comment Collecticon made about Netflix still isn't profitable. That's a little bit subjective because they have been profitable, and the only reason they're not currently showing a profit is because everything they make and then a little bit more, they've been rolling into all this new content. So, yes, they're showing a loss, but it's not because they aren't making money. They're investing in properties. And and another thing about Netflix is they're definitely getting the Karen – uh, demographic, you know what I'm saying? Because they're doing all this serial killer shit. Like they got, oh, for sure. and yeah. I'm I'm telling you right now, from the way it looks, that uh, Zach Efron, uh, Tim Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy movie. movie that they're gonna do, I'm guarantee you that's gonna get some nominations. Dude, I'm gonna watch that shit, man. I bet that'll be good. Yeah, well, the fucking Bundy tapes was excellent. It yeah, yeah cool, it was what fucking is dope. Is that the one where the chick? Uh, they're gonna tell a story about the. There's like a chick that that he was carrying on with. Yeah, that wouldn't believe they did wouldn't believe he was guilty or something. Oh no, 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 no! This is the no. chick. The chick he was with before he went to prison, and she stayed. Oh, okay. She stayed. Gonna... She stayed with him a little that's bit right. after because like okay. she couldn't believe it. Okay, that's that's the, what I must. So basically, so basically, like if you watch the Bundy tapes, it's they they explain who she is and everything, that's, and that's like, crazy yeah. It sounds that sounds interesting though. Yeah, sounds, and know. like oh. Ted Bundy's kind of been romanticized. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like as far as serial killers go, he's not a Dahmer. You know what I mean? He was a he, he was like yeah, he was like a good looking dude, like a ladies' man. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> I just I decided to pull up the trending now on my wife's side. Of, oh I shit, Tron Viper! Hey, what's up? Sorry, Rob. What's up, dude? And you got shit like she watches that that typical. Karen shit. Yeah. Um, but you got like stuff. This, this right here says Netflix is going to be fine. Supernatural, The Office, Legacies, Imposters, Chambers, a lot of original content on here. Then you've got your How to Get Away with Murder, like you guys were saying, The Perfect Date, Friends. They get mm-hmm. all these old series. I mean, New Girls yeah. on there. Netflix gets all these weird series that the average person watches. Yeah, so they'll keep, and it's like a lot of people probably will just like play this the season and just watch it straight through, like when they're fucking around their house or whatever, you know. All right, Collecticon, they are paying that debt. That's the difference. Yes, they're going to carry debt. Any major corporation carries yeah. debt. Yeah, but that debt is rolling. It's the old debt is paid, the new debt is created, so they're fine. Their credit score isn't dipping. Yeah, it's not like Bang Capital's involved with them. There, <laughs> trust me. Let me tell you, I, I promise you, Collecticon, that uh, they're not going. Um, Netflix is going to be around for a while. They're not going like they're not going away. I'm telling you now. I, I, dude, we've been Netflix subscribers since God. When yeah, did they start doing not. the DVD shipping? Two thousand one. Yeah, they, the they're fact not that they were yeah. they evolved. They're a company that evolved and stayed there with it, and now. Yeah. They 
they they were into something. They saw it going away. They changed. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, yeah. Always done and that. It's like they they've they've made a name for themselves as far as like yes. original program. Cause like they're up there. Like when it when you know it's like a Netflix original. Like they're that it's up there now in in name like with HBO. You know, like yeah. you know, yeah. it's gonna be decent. Yeah. Now now you pay attention. You you don't go oh they did something stupid again. Yeah. You go yeah. oh that, that might be yeah. good. You check it out. You know so. Yeah. They've always been very adaptive to their market. That's yeah. they, they were first into the streaming system. <clears throat> and, and you can bring up Blockbuster too. Blockbuster wasn't on top of any. They didn't shit. They were too late to the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were, they, they were too late to the mail order game. They were too late to the streaming service attempt. They did it really poorly. Netflix has always been adaptive. Dude, yeah. speaking of Blockbuster, really well. do you guys? Any of you guys have a family it's video funny. by you? <laughs> oh yeah. No. Dude, we have. Uh, we know. got two. Not not where I live now, but where I used to, where I grew up and where I work, and they're like always like bumping, and like I always wonder like how do they stay open? Yeah, I don't know. Dude, but they make bank around here, man. Their managers, dude. they got three of them in town. Their managers make like sixty grand a year. Nice. Yeah, like, I, don't know, I don't know how they do so well. Like still. Yeah, the, only, the only video stores around here, man, are the porn stores, dude. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. <laughs> dude, you know that I think that might. Yeah, be they do. Yeah. I'm wondering. Like, Nate's like, what? What person is like, damn? I want to watch some porn. Let me go rent a DVD. Or even like, even want to go buy one. Well, like, well, most of the places they sell, they sell all the toys and stuff too. But they have like, they, they yeah, have yeah. a selection of movies you can buy and shit. Yeah, you go in, you go in with your girl, buy some toys. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and then buy a movie. Those places too, they're like they have like um like guest appearances at those places. You know, like yeah. the same way like a like a bigger comic book shop might be like, oh, we we got this artist, they're gonna come in and do a meet and greet. Like they'll do that at those adult stores, man. Yeah, I, dude, legit like Family Video here is busy <clears throat> as shit. All yeah, the time. dude, mm. the two by me, are, I don't I don't know how they're doing it, man. Yeah. Like I our red boxes, you never see anybody at our red boxes except for the one in Walmart. But man, you go to the family video and their parking lots are packed. Yeah, especially yeah, on a weekend night or something. Yeah, I guess or... it's crazy to me that they're still somehow kicking. You know, good for them. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, hey, man. But like I said it's all about evolving, evolving, and Netflix is even evolving now. The fact that they're creating their own content, they are evolving. Yeah, they yeah they're investing in them. Yeah. yeah, so they're. I just think they're a company that seems to stay ahead of the game, and I don't think I'm, I know. Look, I'm not saying Disney ain't gonna take a little fumble. I'm sure it's gonna hurt them a little bit, but oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think it's gonna hurt them as much as people are speculating. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it is either because no. the Disney, Disney is great. They're gonna have all their content, but there's so many other, there's so much other content that's not Disney made. It's not connected to Disney. You know, what I mean, well, there's other shit out there. Yeah, but now they they have a lot that they are fucking you know. I know, privy to, I mean the right. the Simpsons is going to move from Hulu to Disney Plus. Yeah, people still watch that show. Yeah, yeah, I haven't given yeah. a shit about that show in over fifteen years. It's, it's the crazy. only the only thing I want make sure to watch every year for the Simpsons is the Treehouse of Terror. Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, Simpsons, I mean, the last time I watched it, it was still good. But it was like eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I know there's going to be, I mean, I know Disney has a lot of stuff. I, I know they do. But, I mean, there is a lot of stuff that's not Disney that out there, too. Right. Yeah. But, Ru- but, Russ, just go to your fucking trending uh, fucking thing on Netflix and see how much Disney owns. 
Indiana oh, you know Indiana Jones. Star Wars. See, that's why I jumped on Tiff's account when I jumped on it because if you look at mine, you see all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Go to hers. She's a a a much better picture of your typical. Yeah. Yeah. Ours is going to be skewed for us. But like, and then and then even you know Russ mentioned like New Girl. That's going to be gone soon. Yeah. You know yeah, all those yeah. fo- all those Fox series, the FX series, yeah. everything's gonna be gone off there. Yeah, because that's that's all Disney now, right? Because <laughs> Disney Disney got all Disney's got all that shit. Because yeah. I mean, pretty much Fox told them like the studio that's produced all the TV shit and the movie shit, right? So yeah. now it's basically the only thing Fox has gotten now is news and sports. Right, that's yeah. all they're doing now. So that's all they kept. So yeah. Interesting. And there's gonna well, Fox. Fox actually has to sell their sports stuff though. Yeah, because of the way the shit went. Yeah, they're selling off. They're selling off their most of their sports stuff to regional networks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Collecticon. I know the mouse right. has a huge checkbook, but they've got a seven dollar a month streaming service, and the mouse does not do anything without making a profit. Yeah. That's why they're not gonna buy up the rights to all these other shows. So. Yeah. And Netflix still has a ton of original content. They got a ton of classic content that's sticking around. They're actually bringing a lot of shit over from Japan and adapting it. They like are. They're, they're amping up the anime. The anime is a huge... Yeah. I think people underestimate just how much people are willing to pay for anime. Yeah. And they're nailing it. I'm so, still paying... Uh, I'm still paying... I'm still paying five ninety nine a month for Funimation, too. Yeah. Hey, oh, some, really? of their, some of their best content in the past year was foreign content that we wouldn't have had one of the best shows i've ever seen was the german show dark and season two drops next month and i'm excited about it another really good show uh is a um it's uh i think it's danish uh but it's called the rain and it just dropped its second season today great show they're there's always going to be something coming out that yeah. will pique somebody's interest. And, you know, they're, they're, I'm not worried about them. And people are like, oh, well, you know, it's half the price of Netflix. People are going to drop Netflix. No. I mean, come on. If I'm paying $13 a month for Netflix. Yeah. I'm fine paying an extra 7 bucks a month for Disney. Yeah. I spend more if, if, We're exactly. Exactly. I mean, if, if, if the shit that you watch, if it comes down to seven dollars, is going to make or break you. Maybe you don't need a streaming service. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. much. We're we're getting ready to unplug and groceries. And you know they're going to do it. Go straight to streaming. So we've yeah. done it, Russ, and you you just do it, and then like at the same time, yeah, there's still fucking Cody. Dude, we haven't have had cable. Like, wow. Shit, I haven't yeah. had cable in twelve, fourteen. Years. Anna, yeah, Anna wants to do five, man. Anna wants to do Sling. Yeah, I can tell I you. <laughs> For the people who have Hulu, because yeah. a lot of people, you know, they have Netflix, they have Hulu. Yeah. I would venture a guess that they're going to do some kind of bundle deal with Hulu and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah Get I mean, like it'll probably be about the same price as the cost of Netflix per month. I think it'll right. be cheaper because you fi- probably you, about you, you figure. 10 bucks. Well, what I was going to say is you bundle Hulu in the fucking Disney service at like twelve ninety nine a month. I mean that's two bucks cheaper than net Netflix. The yeah. exact same price yeah. as Netflix. That's what I'm paying for. Oh, sorry. Twelve ninety nine a month. That's yeah. Why is mine more expensive? You've got the one where you do can you run have the screen. do you have the four K or do you have the one where you can run up to five uh, things at once? 
I think so, yeah. I've just, I've just got the standard HD package where you can stream on two different devices at once. It's twelve ninety nine. Yeah. That's the same thing I've got, too. So, oh, and the other thing, I paid more for Hulu, too, because I paid for the commercial-free version. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep. I, which is an awesome. Which is an awesome. Which is an awesome thing that they yeah, did. And yeah, but it's giving like, the option. Yeah, and I, so I like almost, I almost want I almost want to cut Hulu for that shit for that. Well, I, I don't believe if I'm if I'm paying for a streaming service, I'm paying for it. I don't think I should have commercial. Okay, commercial how much service, do you pay period. for cable television? Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what I mean. I'm, I'm about to nix cable television for that very reason too. I'm tired of it. It's too much that's money. Basically- I'm it's hundred dollars a month for an ad service. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. Of you're right. I'm tired of paying for that shit. You know. Yeah, so we do. Like, we we dropped I, cable. We dropped cable and upped our internet speed. Yeah, I, I I even pay for YouTube Premium just to get rid of the fucking ads. Yeah, me too. Ads. Yep. Dude, yeah, I do. I do YouTube Premium for like one month out of the year. Like, if there's like a certain sporting event I want to watch, and I'm like, okay, I need ESPN, but like. It's it's just a pain in the ass to like use their app. So I'll just get YouTube um, TV. That's what it is. YouTube TV. Yeah. And like I'll, I'll do like the month trial, and then like for the month I'll just like watch whatever. I think the only thing I was worried about is is NFL. But Anna said that there are, there are sling has a deal where you can you can you can get in a, you can get NFL games. Also. Well, you can, if you have Amazon Prime, you can also pay for the NFL ticket. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Amazon Prime, you can do the NFL ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sony Sony's had it. Sony's had a deal where even if you didn't have cable, if you wanted to buy the NFL Sunday ticket, you can yeah. do so without being yeah. a direct TV customer. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah. With ESPN. But, man, it's gotten so damn expensive, though, the past few years. The yeah. NFL Sunday that's, ticket has. That's what the NFL wants to fucking make that money. No. <laughs> yeah. And they know they will. All right, yeah. we're going to we're gonna give Sam the last word on this topic and then move on because we've Sam? been hitting this for like 20 minutes. Oh, I was just gonna say, like with 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 some apps, like say you want ESPN or something like that, like you have to select. Like, it's like you can't just be like, I want to pay to watch this. Like you have to have a service provider. Yeah, which is a pain yeah. in the ass. But like YouTube is an easy option if you want to. Mm-hmm. All right. So kind of going back into Disney a little bit, it was announced. Uh, Disney did an announcement. Uh, last week, where they showed like the their movie schedule. And it says untitled Marvel movie, untitled Star Wars movie, and all that great stuff. So, the first Star Wars movie after Rise of the Skywalker is going to be done by the same team that developed Game of Thrones. Can't wait. So, it's not going to be the Ryan Johnson trilogy, which is still in development, people. Yeah, definitely. But I'm excited for this shit. I am too, because uh, I, I I have watched Game of Thrones, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah. So you know fun. what? I've never watched an episode of it until last night, and I'm seven episodes into the first season as of today. Damn. How are you like? That's a lot of porn. I mean, it's okay. But they definitely had a lot more a lot more nudity and fucking back in the uh, back in the yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he he he's only he's only on episode seven of the first season. Yeah, I've watched um, seven like it, episodes. It, so, yeah, it, like, in it's better. And the thing, the thing is, is those last three episodes in the first season yeah. really ramp shit up and get you into the story. Yeah, yeah dude, I'm cool with that if, if the payoff's cool. But yeah, I think these dudes they can clearly tell a good story that's engaging to such. A, I mean, it's like people that like aren't into nerd stuff are into Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, um, 
I think if they can appeal to, to those people and like people like us, man, then these are the people I want involved in Star Wars, which is like my favorite franchise. You know, and see, and no, see the room. Go ahead. Is it going to be a side story, or is, are they going to start working on? Yeah. See, after Rise of the Skywalker, there's not going to be anything to deal with the main trilogy. Yeah, which I'm glad about. The you know what I'm saying like Rise of the Skywalker is capping the entire Skywalker saga. So. Yeah, right. Um, the rumor is that they're going to be developing something in the Old Republic. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. So we talked we talked about this a little bit, and like they're saying it's going to be set in the old. Supposedly, the rumor is it's going to be set in the Old Republic, but we don't know what era. We're, we yeah. don't we don't know if it's the Dark Brotherhood, Darth Bane. We don't know if it's going to be I mean, Revan. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. yeah. We don't know how far back they're going to get. The Old <laughs> Republic. That's like a thousand stands. years worth of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, thousands yeah. of years. Man. It'd be cool. Yeah. I-, I wish that with between them and Ryan Johnson that they would pick two strong stories from the Old Republic era, and and, and each of them like focus on one. You know, like if, well, if we got, I, for me, the perfect one would be like one of them do Revan, one of them do Bane. But well, see what I think. What I think it is is Ryan Johnson is going to be the. Uh, like furthering the saga, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be af- what Ryan Johnson is going to do is going to okay. be after, you know, rise of the Skywalker, you know, taking it into a different direction. Right. And then what they're going to be doing with, uh, Ben and off and Weiss is, yeah. uh, the fucking old Republic shit. Well, see, yeah, I, I think they can get deep and they can start doing spinoffs yeah. and do the deeper. The, yep. And then like, well, that canon. Yeah. And then on, mm. then on for the streaming services on Disney Plus, you're gonna have the Mandalorian, and you're gonna have the uh, Cassian Andor uh, series too. Mm-hmm. See, I, plus plus that last oh season of Clone Wars. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. well, that's going to Netflix, isn't Is it? Is no, it's going to Disney Plus. Oh, it's going to Disney Plus. Okay, because I know Netflix had the. Had the rights and net and Netflix yeah. did it's, the it's, last it's season. Um, yeah, they don't have the Clone Wars on there anymore. It's going to Disney yeah. Plus. That's when it's going. Oh. Like, a lot like a, the guys in the chat, they're talking about like stories they want from like the old Republic and stuff. And like I know I mentioned two of them, but it's like I'm I'm worried that like I'm gonna want the exact same story told that like we already got told with with them. No, well, no. yeah. Keep it based on the source well, material, but I mean, take liberties, man. Yeah. Keep an open mind. You know, the fact what I mean? that we have Weiss and Benioff doing this. Let me tell you what they those guys did. They, they they wrote Game of Thrones, and of course, a lot of the the content was already written, okay, by George R. R. Martin. Mm-hmm. But they were they changed things up that they needed to change up for the show. But then they got to a point where they were off book. Yeah, they were making shit up on their own. Okay, <laughs> basically, they've been off book for a few seasons now. But so, didn't they at that point? Is that what they brought? Isn't that when they brought in a new writing team? They they, they had they, they did, did bring in a lot. They of did bring people. in a new writing team, and basi- basically, uh, the last book of Game of Thrones is going to be season eight of Game of Thrones. Except except you know Martin it's, Martin right. has to tie up the stuff in the book that isn't right. in you know isn't in right. there. And like the point I'm getting to it is those guys are good at taking what somebody else has written and twisting it around to and be conden- and condensing it to the story it. yeah they true to the spirit of it and everything right right and i think they will they're pretty good about it i think they could take a lot of stuff a lot of stuff in the eu and yeah. say hey we'll we'll, we'll borrow from some of that we'll twist it around and, add, and make it new you know and, yeah. and, 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 what uh 
the only thing that uh, just real quick like that i'm worried about is like some of that stuff like you get so far removed from like um the, the original trilogy like it almost in some ways like doesn't even feel like star wars you know what i mean yeah. Well, well yeah, I think darn to some people, it's going to feel more like the prequel tri- trilogies because there's mm-hmm. actually yeah, gonna, there's actually yeah. going to be like a massive Jedi and a, maybe depending on where they go, like there's going to be a massive Sith because even if they okay. even if, even if they even if they do Bane, they're going to have to have the Brotherhood of Shadow in there so that you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know what? I think a perfect starting point would be. I think it was set about 4,000 years before the Battle of Yavin in the Old Republic era. Uh, the Ulick and Kekel drama, how they were the Jedi and uh, Ulick fell to the dark side. And Exar Kun, they became the first two Siths. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be a perfect place to start. Yeah, they ended up on the Sith. They ended up on the homeworld. Yeah. Yeah, on the Sith species. Yeah, see, like a lot of a lot of people don't realize what you're saying, Russ, is that like this. There's two different things. The yeah. they had a Sith species, and there's then they had, yeah, they had like red skin and yeah. Right. yeah. Right. What, what were they called? The Masasi? They're just called no. The that's Sith? a that, that, that that's something oh, that's something a little different. No, no, no. Yeah. It's okay. Dude. No, it's all right. It's it's it's, yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> it is it's confusing, and it's like it, it's never really like really been established or like set straight by one person. Well, the Sith homeworld, okay, Corbon, Corbon, Corbon. That you know that that's you saw a lot of people of the Sith species lived on that one. Too, and, and they also introduced it in the Clone Wars. Yeah, you know, exactly. so they so yeah, they, yeah. They, were, they had a different name. It was Korriban, and then I think in the Clone Wars it was like Moraban. Yeah, well, like, they're actually two different planets. Like, yeah, yeah, they, they, cool because like the the one in the Clone Wars like didn't have like the Valley of the Sith Lords. Or right, it, but but it did have, but it did see like uh fucking uh it had Bane's tomb. And Bane, right. Bane didn't go back to Bane wasn't yeah, buried on Korriban, but yeah. they did they did deal with Korriban too because there was stuff with either was it Nagasato or which one? Because there was more there were there were more uh, Sith like after images besides Bane. Who, yeah, I'm trying to think of who they had. Um, oh, for Ultimate Clone Wars. Yeah, in that episode. Well, where. Revan was in, wasn't it too, wasn't he? No, Revan, Revan was in a deleted scene. Like oh, a, a deleted scene? Okay, well, okay. well, he was a deleted episode that they never filmed. Uh, okay, okay. I thought, they were, I thought they, I remember seeing they were going to do it. They have like a character model, right? Yeah, they have okay. a character model and everything. He was. It was supposed to be um, like... They were gonna, Lucas cut it out or something? Yeah, um, what the fuck All is right. his name? One of the Jedi. Uh, Plo Koon. Okay, was supposed yeah. to go. Was supposed to go to uh, fucking Korriban and uh, deal deal with some of that shit. Deal with Revan and his holocron. And that's another thing that uh, they introduced, like from from the books and like the extended universe, was they introduced cor- uh, fucking holocrons in Clone Wars and Rebels. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like they they do that stuff on purpose. You know what I mean. Yeah, and so and also something that like we were just fucking around with in our chat because I was telling Russ is there's only a few Sith Lords that are considered in canon right now, mm-hmm. and they're rewriting yeah. like the past of certain. I mean, I haven't I haven't read anywhere yet about how what they're doing with Bane's story. Yeah, 
I know, but you better believe it. If they have it, if they brought him into canon, you know they're redoing some shit. Yeah. They're not. They don't. They don't take anything from the extended universe. They don't. They don't take anything from that without changing it and bending it to their own story. So they're not. It, they're gonna. Something's gonna get changed, and you might be right. Maybe Xana's just gonna go. Bye bye. I think what Why they're doing from like what I've seen see like every like Star Wars wiki and every mm-hmm. like fan site and shit has different information. That's but it, true. But what it looks like is that they're trying to make Darth Atreus uh Bane's apprentice instead of Xana. That's what, interesting. So what is that from is that from a book or a comic or Yeah. Yeah. Um so like I, I'm not sure if they're like gonna what they're gonna do, but like it seems like they're primed to do something with Bane. Whether it's a TV series or the set of movies, you know. What would you guys want to see between, between the TV series and movies? For, I'm, I'm talking about if, if like with just Bane. With just Bane movies. I'd rather see the TV series. I think I'd rather see the long, the long game played for him. Yeah. Yeah, but if you. But I if, think they, they did a good job with books, Nick. You know. Yeah, but like, but like, the reason why I say movies, Rob, is I think that you can tell Bane's story across three movies. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, three two-hour movies. That's yeah. Content, you could probably get a pretty good. Well, story. I mean, again, depending on what they do with Bane's story, because they're not clearly they're not going to follow yeah. the they, real, yeah. the real Bane story. It could be Bane in name only, you know? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Which is gonna bother me but at the same time i'm intrigued a little bit about what they might how about how the story i, I like new stories you know yeah. so too, version I'm i like intrigued. being surprised me too yeah. i mean we are we all most of us know bane's eu story okay i mean, I mean so it'd be cool to have another something else you know told to us some, that we don't know an adaption of it <clears throat> yeah even if they keep some things i'm okay with that too but because yeah, like, like you, you at least would want it to feel like the same character, like in, in the spirit of because it, it comes to a point where like in as much as I'm open to new stuff, which I totally am, like if they're going to have him be called Darth Bane, but his story is going to be like completely different. Like, why not just call him um, anything like just to make up a new name for him? Like, why does he have to be Bane? <laughs> because see, that's the thing is the name Darth Bane has cachet. Yes, it does. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's, it's a well-known character. Yeah. Well, in the U.S. So it's, it's, it's and he's been in clone. Sorry, and Rob. I, go ahead. Yeah. It's the same shit they do with character names across all the different yeah. nerd franchises. Tran- look at Transformers. Transformers done yeah. it. Yeah. 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 It just doesn't really matter. And it, I right. Think, like with, with him, like his his um story is is really important to like the Sith story and where they ended yeah. up in the prequel and in the original trilogies and stuff so yeah i want to see yeah i yeah that's interesting nick if they do that with atrius that's going to be wild i yeah i don't know man it's it's kind of cool and (laughs) see and see like according to most sites that i've seen Mm -hmm. plagueis is canon okay because he because of palpatine mentioning him in revenge of the sith right but the thing that doesn't look like it's canon is Darth Tenebris, who was Plagueis's master. Plagueis's master, right? So okay, I so think just... I think what they're doing is is they have like basically they have the story of Plagueis into Palpatine on, but right. what they're gonna what it looks like they're gonna do is tell a new story of everything that happened before that. Well, remember Plagueis yeah, we were... and Palpatine are from Bane's line. Oh yeah, Bane, because Bane was from Revan's line, so it goes down. You know, it, it, it's it's 
the line goes well not not from right line, from Bane Bane's because Bane was the ruler too sorry Bane is the one Bane's the establisher of the line that's what it is the, yeah it. Bane's the one that started the whole rule too right and uh, what, what the re- I think the reason why I'm getting mixed up is that and I consider re- him kind of of Revan is because the rule of two came from Revan originally uh this is where Bane got the idea of the rule for the rule two Revan's teachings when he found Revan's holocron yeah um Bane learned that and that's what Bane, made Bane think he's right he's got a point yeah, yeah. I, I, I applied this you know so <laughs> all right I'm um, gonna okay sorry I'm such a dork go ahead sorry go oh ahead. no I, I was just gonna say I'm gonna change it up on you guys I'm gonna move yeah. one story ahead um uh-huh. and we'll come back to the to the story that's listed next on our agenda but um the hush animated trailer dropped did we I mean, I didn't see it yet. I even, I even, oh yeah. man, you gotta watch it. Animated to watch it. Like they can just like do no wrong with these movies. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's the only it? the only misstep they had was the Killing Joke. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they the, added uh, extra stuff in. Yeah. Just unnecessarily. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I, I like the Killing Joke. It was alright. Yeah, but I, the, but the whole Batman fucking Batgirl thing is kind of creepy. That was, they, it was unnecessary. I they, didn't, they didn't need that to to have Batman care about Bat Batgirl. Right. And I, I agree with you. Yeah, Actually, I, I always right. thought that Batman and Batgirl were a thing. Wasn't no, it, it was Dick. No. It was Dick it was and Dick. Barbara. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Dick was Dick and Barbara. Yeah, <laughs> Dick was sliding his name into Barbara. Yeah, and it was um. Yeah. So, you know, then them doing that was a little weird because I always felt like Batman took, took more of a fatherly figure to her. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of why it's a little creepier than, you know, but. Yeah. But and especially. Wayne well, is a lonely man, so, you know. Yeah, but he's all, he's always had his own stable of hoes, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Fucking, yeah. you know, from Vicky Vale to Silver exactly. St. Cloud, Catwoman. You yeah, know, you know Bat, Bat, Batman's gotten his own pieces. They didn't right. need to give him back, girl. <laughs> old, old, old Dick Grace is like, hey, yo, stay off my ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he hit, uh, was it Nisa Al Ghul or whatever her name is at one point, too? Talia, dude. Wait. Talia? Yeah. Oh, Talia. Talia. Yeah. Talia. yeah. That, that's, da- that's, how, that's how they got Damien. That's, that's Damien, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a little St. Spawn. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> It's like you're you're mentioning Nissa, like um. Oh, suppo- Nisa's, Nisa's the other daughter, right? Yeah. yeah, but like the thing is, is in the comics, Nisa yeah. was an item with Bronze Tiger. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was uh-huh. on the Arrow TV show. Too. <laughs> she, yeah, she was. She uh, was. Both, both, both of them were on their show. I yeah, Natalia too. Yeah, but but it the is, rumor I, is the rumor uh-huh. is because they at first they were saying that Idris Elba was going to be Deadshot. Right. Now they're saying he's going to be Bronze Tiger. Dude, I would love him if he was um if he was Raz Al Ghul, dude. I think mm. he'd be. Oh, Idris Elba, Raz. That'd be dope. Oh, yeah. Huh? Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. He, I think he's old enough. Like, I want him yeah. to be like, an older man, but he's still like physically like formidable. Well, the thing about Raz too is is you can get him at you you can he doesn't have to be necessarily an old man. You can get him. Yeah. You know, he, you can know, say like, you have like, this, like project like this like wizened and like yeah. like experience you know what i mean uh-huh, uh-huh, that, that's uh-huh. the thing with with idris elba is he just he oozes that 
that regal yeah vibe. exactly man something about um benicio del toro being cat or they said like they were looking at him to be like and like it was a they didn't say a name it said a character description of like someone who was like quote unquote immortal so it was either um mm. him as raz or um it's vandal savage which i think would be cool Oh, oh, Vandal Savage. Vandal. Uh, Vandal. Oh, it's Vandal Savage. Well, there's yeah. supposed to be a Secret Six TV show coming too. Really? Yeah. 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 We reported on. That's on the DC streaming service, right? That's what that's going to be. I at. I don't yeah. think so. I think it's supposed to be a CW one. Oh, is it really? Well, CW yeah. is amping up their material because they have, they have to replace a lot of shows. Yeah, Supernatural is going, going away after yeah. next season. They just got rid of the Vampire it's Diaries. Cool. The originals is gone. That's why they're amping up on, on shit. And they like these superhero shows, man. They're kicking ass. I feel like Secret Six has to be on like on the app just because I feel like that would need to be rated R. Oh, man. You I wish I mean? it would, man. You know what? It, it, it should be. be a bummer if awesome. it wasn't. Like some stuff you can get away with it, but I think yeah. Secret Six kind of has to be. Yeah. Be really cool. I mean, yeah, like with what you're saying, Sam. Like, I can't see how they could do Ragdoll and not have it rated R. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) it'd be a bummer, but no point. I mean, but but again, it's like if it gets people interested in the property. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I I mean that's pretty awesome, though. God, they they've got a lot of good shit in the works, don't they? That's pretty cool. Goddamn. I mean, characters that are that don't always get to shine. They probably should. Because they're good characters and stuff. Yeah. It's not awesome, man. It's, it's crazy just because, like, one of the things I do like about the animated movies is that they, they can do these, like, just straight-up comic story. Yeah. yeah. But you don't yeah. necessarily see in film. Like, you like yeah. you take the Dark Knight. It was, like, kind of loosely based on um, um, Dark Victory or, the sorry, Long Halloween. And then mm-hmm. base pulled from these other stories. But, like, these straight-up story arc adaptations you really only see is in like the dc animated stuff I'm like they just got something figured out like they well, can't do a live action movie to save their fucking lives but like yeah. movies are, well they just pump out like gold people, you know? people always get on my ass because i always say that people always like to say that joker is batman's is his main you know that's his nemesis and i say well joker has a hold on batman i will give you credit yeah. But Batman's true nemesis has always been Raz al Ghul. It's, it's oh, yeah. that's the guy who was responsible for Batman in some ways. In well, you gotta things. you gotta look. Rosh Rosh didn't show up until the seventies. Yeah. I know, I know, but 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 I'm talking about newer story. Yeah, yeah. And the other you thing know? too is, it's, it, I think Batman struggles where on some levels he agrees with what Rosh does. I agree, yeah. and that's true. He so, just doesn't. It's just, it's just it's the same yeah. philosophy, different approach. Different man. approach, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and, and rock. like one of the tons of examples is like what makes a great Batman villain. You know what I mean? It's like he's yeah. like, he's got the best rogues guy. I'm like Raz, dude, he's one of here. Here he is, right here. He's fucking beautiful, dude. He's awesome. <laughs> that looks like a guy from uh, Duke Card. Yeah, my wife was like, "Is that Liam Nielsen?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, like that—that—that's that, the thing that makes him such a good character. And even when he was on that Arrow show, um, like dude, I, I, I loved the like the, the portrayal of Roz on, on yeah, Arrow. Yeah, it was, was good. Cool, man, I didn't. I only watched yeah. cool that season three. I only watched like dude. up until like the mid-season finale where he like killed the Arrow dude, and then I saw that's, it. But that's I when I was watching. Movie. Like yeah. I was watching Arrow back then for, yeah, for thought, that reason. <laughs> I thought that dude was cool. It is Raz, man? Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. 
So, <laughs> so Marvel. Marvel. We told you guys a few weeks ago that Marvel was going to be doing two miniseries with Jonathan Hickman in the X-Men universe. And at the time, we said it was Powers of X and House of X. Well, we were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong. It's power. It's supposed to be read as the Roman numeral, so it's Powers of Ten and House of Ten. Mm-hmm. So, what's going to go on is they're going to have those two miniseries running this summer, as their summer X Men event. And that starts July twenty fourth. Starts July twenty fourth, and then they are canceling the entire X Men line and relaunching with a new main title and they're going to have other titles starting to drop within the next two years. And Jonathan Hickman's kind of going to have like the Bendis role that Bendis had during the Avengers run. So that's interesting. Huh? He's going to be more editor. He's more going to be like the story consultant. You know what I'm saying? Like almost like an editor role, but you know, he's get, he has input in these creative teams. So it's almost like editor, head writer. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really interesting to me because I've always loved Hickman's work, whether it's been on Avengers, Fantastic, his run on Fantastic Four is amazing. Yeah. Um, Manhattan Projects, which if, if fucking Netflix doesn't grab that up, they're fucking stupid. But um, yeah, so we're going to have a whole new lineup of X-Men titles and they're actually, it's going to be like the first time since they got into that pissing contest with Fox that the X-Men are going to be like a real, you know, focus for Marvel. And the way I'm understanding it is they're basically starting all over. They're going to be stretch building from ground up, aren't they? I think that they're going to continue some of the storylines, but... Um, if you if you saw the covers, like Professor X is Professor X again. Okay. So I don't know how they're gonna get to that point, because spoiler alert: this happened about six months ago. Professor X uh, talked Phantom X into giving him his body. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was going around calling himself Charlie X, and he had erased the minds of the X Men that knew, so they just knew. Like that, you know, the, the X Men didn't know that ha- know that happened. They just knew this new character is Charlie X, and so it's gonna be fucking good, man. Uh, <laughs> Hickman can do no wrong, really. I, yeah, in my opinion, it, he, that dude can do no wrong. He's perfect. Yeah. And you, you would know this, Sam. I, I said Manhattan Projects. That was him, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. I was saying that Netflix, Netflix would be Netflix would be fucking stupid not to pick that up. Yeah, they, yeah, they need to do that. They need to do east of west. Um, yeah, I don't know, but those those two Manhattan projects would be insane. Yeah, it's a good look. And like, I, I this is I think this is the right person to redo the X Men. I I like him be, because everything is him and Scott Snyder are both really good at this. It's like there's there's no like some some stories we read, and over time it kind of seems like they're like. They got to a point, and they're like, okay, well, let's keep it going. And then they do something to keep it going. But with Hickman, that he has it figured out from A to Z. And, like, the, the, the payoffs in his books are so good. 
yeah. because like nothing nothing feels out of place like he just he just tells like such a story like such a a well thought out story to where it, it's like there there's nothing that seems like an afterthought or it's like he's got to like kind of make make the, like a leap of imagination to like tie up loose ends like, it, it's just yeah. all so well thought out and see and see like Hickman Hickman probably has the best like probably since I'd say since Walter uh Walt Simonson I think Hickman has the best run on Fantastic 4. Yeah. And, and that's almost that's almost what uh, Jesus. I mean, Mark Wade's run on Fantastic 4 in the early 2000s was really <laughs> solid too. Yeah, um Wade, Wade to me is really hit or miss. I like most of what Wade does, but like there, there were some things in his Fantastic Four run that were really kind of sketchy. Like <sighs> Wade, Wade almost did like a fan letter to Kirby and Stan, you know, which is which sounds okay in the in like theory, but like having you know like you want something new. It's yeah. And like having the thing, you know, in heaven, and the fucking Fantastic Four have to get him out of heaven because they need him, and all that shit. That was kind of. Eh. <laughs> oh, you got some biblical shit involved. Yeah, <laughs> and and like Wade basically said that the whole reason he wrote that was so that he could make Kirby God. Well, remember this in in, in the Marvel universe, there is a realm. Heaven is a realm. Well... So it's realm. A, it's a realm. <laughs> um, so it is like um, it, it's it's and, and that's how, that's how they wrote in um, what's her name, Angela? Yep. No, um, she, a- Angela. Through. Angela went through with uh, Thor and that shit. Yeah, I know, but she was that the, the realm she ends up. They wrote her in as the, as yeah. his lost, long lost sister. Yeah. Um, where she ended up at, where she was raised at and protected, was in like the realm of. It's like a. I don't even know if they call it heaven. I think they call it, it might be something else. They call it. It's the realm of angels. Yeah. You know. That's, well, so they, they call they of, call it heaven, but they spell they it H E H E V E N. Kind of kind of like how they do, you know, hell. like hell yeah. with H E L. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You got it. There's a. There, I knew it was something about it. I yeah. But that's so they so. But I, but so it might not be a stretch if that's the heaven they went to, or another realm maybe to get, or or was it like the celestial hole, you know, the whole uh, yeah, it's it's really crazy. Heaven. <laughs> and then like, oh, oh sorry, go ahead, Sam. I was like, depending on how long this run, <laughs> how many issues did they say between the two books? Uh, it's supposed to be six, right, Josh? Six of Twelve each. Twelve issues, six of each, six alternating of each. each week. Yeah. Right. First one comes out like either I don't know if it's House or Powers comes out on the twenty fourth of July. Next one comes out the next week. Not and then they alternate to the other one, so it's going to be a twelve week run. Each book coming out every other week. Are yeah. they going to be regular sized books? Or are they going to be bigger? yeah? They're going to be full full issue comics. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, X Men is being rebooted. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> right? But it's like I just hope that that they give Hickman some freedom because, like one of, another one of his strengths is like his his world building ability. Yeah. So I hope they give him some room. Yeah, I mean, he went from the Apocalypse Twins to fucking Infinity. Yeah. Infinity was fucking awesome. I feel yeah. like he 
shit about that, but like I love that story. Yeah, man. and the but way that, he fit the inf- and the way he fit the Illuminati into the Infinity yeah, yeah, shit yeah, was really was good. Favorite. That was my favorite of all those books. That was I think that that was the new Avengers title. Like, like everything was and everything. That shit was cool, man. Yeah. 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 X Men on X Men. You can't get it. You know what? It, 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 I haven't really. I haven't. I haven't actually bought an X Men comic in forever. Me neither. I, I, may, I may. I may have to actually I'll tell you. Stuff. Go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. Sorry. No. No. You go. Oh, I was. I was just gonna say the only thing worth reading from X Men right now is Uncanny because that Age of X shit started off hot and it's just been mm-hmm. like. It's been a slow fizzling turd. Yeah. Now they're gonna, um, now they're gonna un- end Uncanny, up. Uncanny by Rosenberg has been really good, and yeah. X Force has also been really, really good. Yeah, actually, but, now they're, they're ending that now, right? So they're, they're going to start over. Yeah, it appears to be. Yeah, man. Uh, but the way Rosenberg's steering this, it really looks like. They're trying to go back to '90s style X-Men, the like that, late '80s, early '90s X-Men, awesome. like the heyday. That's true. But like, is I feel like. But like the thing, the thing about Uncanny is, is that like they've turned the Uncanny team almost into how uh, Remender did X Force. Oh wow! You know that what I'm saying? Be, because like Cyclops is the quote unquote leader until they right. have and there's some shit that goes on around that where he may, might be the leader, not the leader. It's being run by committee. He, it's Yeah, yeah. He steps down and they're running it by committee. And it's basically the team is composed of nothing but team leaders. Like yeah. you have Cyclops, you have Wolverine, Havoc, Magic, Chamber, uh Karma <laughs> and Mirage from the New Mutants, uh Madrox no. and uh you know, Hope's there and Banshee's there, and Juggernaut's again part of the team now too. Which yeah, is and that just one of the only good things from Chuck Austin's yes. was Juggernaut yeah. reform. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so the X Men are in a really interesting place. Uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun reading. Yeah. Do we want to hit the Microsoft Sony thing? Uh, it's up to you guys. We want to want to talk about it a little bit. It's up to y'all. You all. Rob, it's a pretty quick thing we can hit. I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, it's nothing set in stone yet. Yeah, but like, I think, I think you and Rob, I think you and Josh have a little more handle on this than we do. So, if you want to take a lead, go ahead. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, basically, uh, Microsoft has their Azure platform, which is their their cloud, and Sony's finally realizing that they've got to play ball with this unified gaming platform. In order to stay relevant, in, in yeah, I wouldn't word market. it that way. In the current console market, they've got it, but in the future, it's everybody is starting to get to a point where this this cross play is is becoming a major thing. It's becoming a major selling point, and I, I think Sony Sony does not have the infrastructure experience to do that. Mm-hmm. No, but they've got the tech to make it work better, and that's why they're exploring this venture. It's like basically, with the semiconductors and the AI and other things that, and their image sensors that Sony has developed working with uh, Microsoft's Azure AI technology, 
there just like think of the possibilities that we can do you know you might see an end to the console wars more or less right now the thing is like and, and coming from a tech background this is where i'll say sony does consumer level really well so they do mm-hmm. the hardware end on the, what you and i would see now on the back end side of that microsoft understands mass infrastructure they understand networking <laughs> they understand everything that works on the top end of the corporate level to make all this shit work it's not even so much about the semiconductors and sensors and shit cuz honestly sony is anything more than consumer grade sony's clueless right like they they do great displays they do great hardware on our side they don't even do good computers no. They've pretty much gotten out of the computer market altogether. The BIOS. No, yeah, I've never even seen a. I've never even seen a Sony computer in my life. Well, <laughs> the BIOS for a long yeah. time. Uh, BIOS are, are, are a uh-huh. thing of the past, but are, they do. Are, are they though? Because like I, I see like a lot of the BIO all in ones around, and people seem Which, to be. If I remember right, they're either rebranded HPs or Acers. I don't mm, remember. Sony okay. doesn't even do them. Um, the one thing they do. And this is where their their gaming side and the, the cross platform is really going to come in handy. Is on a world market, they do phones that are extremely popular. The Ericsson yeah. line of cell phones outside of the United States are basically rivaling like any anything short of Samsung. Yeah, you get out of the U.S. and Ericsson is is exceeding Apple. Yeah. Okay. So um, I mean, you know, Sony's got it that you know i mean they're they're pretty good at some things they're just not good at everything realizing if they're going to be continue to be relevant they're going to have right. to step up and play ball because and i think what really threw this and, and what yeah. really caught the attention was nintendo doing it when nintendo said yeah yeah we need to do this nintendo mm-hmm. doesn't do shit for any like it they are Nintendo. They're they're in their own little world. They always yeah. do their own thing. Well, that's that's how PlayStation came about. It's Nintendo refused to work with Sony. Sony wanted to go disc based, right? And Nintendo wanted to go cartridge based because remember they were partnered. They were going to, yeah. They were going to actually uh, produce the the PlayStation was originally going to be the Nintendo PlayStation, right? It was going to be manufactured by Sony. As an add-on to the Super NES or the 60, no, 64. 64. To the 64. Yep. That's what I meant. And Nintendo wanted to keep the expensive cartridge-based and, uh, you know, limited data. And Sony was like, you know what? Now nah, we're just going to do this ourselves. Yeah. And yep. that was basically, you know, Nintendo's just like, all right, we, we, we play ball by ourselves. And I, I think Sony adapted that mindset, too. It's like, you know what? We're just going to do our own thing and uh seeing seeing the fact that now the three major companies are starting to like acknowledge each other and say you know what if we combined all of our resources look at the potential right yeah. you know by the way rob i i, I think nintendo has gotten better over the years at trying to be more open-minded about changing their their way of thinking but i will tell you you're right about them as far as i think nintendo has always been an air they, they've always been run by arrogant fucks well that, we're, we're 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 king shit and they don't realize that they you know they kind of are but they kind of aren't anymore you know <laughs> it's sort of like well it's not even that it's 
because they're know. still king shit. I mean, that that switch well, especially are... has knocked it out of the fucking. Park. Not true, but 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 okay, they have they have their own market market. Exactly. Own chunk Nintendo... of the market, but and most adult gamers aren't playing Nintendo too often. Uh, I, mean, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. For retro gaming, maybe not. Not. No, no. absolutely Do not. Like, the what, Switch, what the Switch outsold the PlayStation in Japan by f- like five to one. Well, yeah, but the the place the play the PlayStation four the PS four is definitely the winner in that generation it, of consoles. They outsold Microsoft yeah. like crazy, yeah, and they while, and they so kill sure. and they killed the Wii. Well, no, yeah. they killed the Wii U. The Wii oh, sorry, Wii U. Wii U. No, here's the thing with Nintendo. Nintendo always, the, every couple of generations, they have a flop. The N sixty four was considered a flop. Yeah, what? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like without a without a doubt, it was considered. The a GameCube was amazing. Yeah, the GameCube uh, killed it. The Wii killed it. The Wii went beyond, and then the Wii U was a big turd in the punch bowl. Yeah, yep. and then they come back with the Switch. That's the thing. Nintendo does innovate in their own way. They've got their. They own do, but I'm just. Rules. I'm just saying that they have. They have. I'm, like, I know they have a portion of the market. But they're not the kings anymore. They're not. They're not the kings well, anymore. But the thing is, there's no king. There are three kings. Well, Each right. one has their own kingdom. And there are, there are a swath of gamers out there well, that it, aren't loyal to one specific console or the other. They own right. all three, and they play on all three. Yeah. But I think that's the thing. Like, you, you, crossover is bigger than you yeah. think. You got to remember, this is a world game you're playing too. And when you get outside, like when you look at the world market, right, right. Sony, like we're seeing it from a U.S. market. In the U.S. market, it's it's, this console generation was PlayStation. Last console generation was the 360. Uh, The 360 killed the PS3. Like it, it, it was sales for sales was wrecking the PS3. And that was mainly due to Sony's, you know, arrogance and saying, you know what, our system. It's going to be six hundred dollars, and that fucked them. Well, the thing—the thing that killed, the thing that drove Microsoft over Sony in the three hundred and sixty PS three thing was the exclusives, because they had Halo, they had Fable, and right. people people don't talk about Fable, but Fable was a huge seller until they fucked it up. Yeah, with Fable too. <laughs> no, Fable Two was good. Uh, Fable, 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 Fable Three is where it, where it fell off. Which is like everybody well, I talk to that loves the Fable series, a lot of them will tell you Fable Three. If they've gone back and played it again, turns out to be one of their favorite in the series, my wife included. But the thing that they've always done with with Nintendo, Nintendo may not, they're always consistent, with the exception of their occasional falters. Like the Wii U, they stumbled on the Wii U. Now the Switch is coming back, and it's killing, and it will consistently kill it. I got listen, Rob. I got to tell you something, though, man. I just read, I just looked it up because what you said didn't sound right to me. Uh, the 360 did not kill the PlayStation Three. You're out of your mind. No, in the um, first two years let me, it did. Let me, let me explain. Hold, back hold back on, hard. because the, my, the 360 came out a year before the PS3 did. Okay, um, so PS3 came out a year later. And still sold a million more worldwide consoles than, and they came out a year later. They were they had a they, so basically Microsoft had a year head start on them, and they still caught their asses and passed them. They they ended up selling worldwide seventy seven million units, 
um, <coughs> and, and, and and the Microsoft sold seventy six million of okay. the uh, of the receipt. Now keep that in mind. Oh, they had a year head start, and they still uh, well, it, okay. Let's and another just 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 re- just real quick. Also, you have to figure that with the red ring issue, everything that they sent back as a refurb, they used as a sale. For, for for Xbox? Yes. Did they? Oh, I yes. forgot about that. But yep. the other thing you got to remember, too, is Microsoft doesn't sell in Asia. Yeah. It, they're there, but they don't sell. Yeah. The, well, the, in in Japan, the... And that, that's because they suck. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, well, you know, I'm not, like not going to pass it. No, me either, because all three of them are great. Yeah. No, no. I, yeah, I, they, they, all have their great, they all have their strong points. They all have their yeah. weak points. I, now, I, I, don't own, I don't own an Xbox. That's the only reason why is because the exclusives, like you mentioned a few minutes ago, the exclusives you guys mentioned don't cater to me on Xbox. I'm not a primarily a first-person shooter player. And the majority of the things I love to play are RPGs and action-adventure games, whereas Sony has always offered more in that department than Microsoft has, which is why I've always been more of a Sony guy. Uh, but the Switch, you know, they offer great action-adventure games and RPGs as well. So, yeah, I've got a Switch now. Um, and, dude, I, I play, I, you know, when I do get to play, I play the shit out of them. Anna? I am a nerd for you, and good night. What? She's in the the chat. She said, y'all are nerds, and she said, good night, kiddo. I was like, I get up early for the baby girl's graduation. Good night, sweetheart. Good night, Anna. Everyone says good night, and and, and Nick said he's he's hot for you, baby. Yeah, that's right. Like, everyone said good night, but Nick said it in a weird way. (laughs) Hey, it ain't weird, goddammit. Sam said everyone said goodnight, but Nick said it in a weird way. <laughs> it's Brammert the pervert. He just smiles, I'm sure. <laughs> Good night, sweetheart. Uh, yeah, it's time to go. Anyway, trying to bang everybody's wife hey. inside. So, <laughs> my, Microsoft, my... this this whole thing with Microsoft and Sony is only going to be a positive benefit to the community. Yeah, I, I agree. And especially. Right, my... And especially, especially since you know it looks like Nintendo's going to play ball too. Yeah, they already yeah. have been. Yeah, no, no, I know, but that's what I'm saying is that like it can only be positive for gamers. Right. You know yeah, what I'm like, uh, one of the one of the games that I really enjoy playing is Rocket League. I have Rocket League on the PS4. All of my friends that own Rocket yeah. League own it on the <laughs> Xbox or the yeah, PC. My, my, my and until they opened up cross-platform play on it, I couldn't play with any of my friends. Right. Yeah, that's Rocket League. No, I'm, is insane, I'm, dude. That's I'm looking game. forward. <laughs> I'm looking forward to a world where all this shit is unified. And if I want to play Ghost Recon with my little brothers, and they're on PS4 and I'm on Xbox, we can all play or PC because I'm a big PC guy now. And that's just out of convenience because the kids fucking kifed all the goddamn consoles. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm still gonna cut Nick's dick off. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, got a razor in off, dude. I'm gonna cut it off and I'm gonna put it on a fucking keychain. Uh, so this is a great. this should be a good time to segue into our discussion for tonight. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Speaking of wives. Yeah. Um seeing a lot of complaints lately in the 
community about how people have to sneak around uh, and hide purchases behind their wives' backs and mostly just like complaints about, you know, wives and how they deal with the hobby. I'd like to hear you guys, uh, you know, perception and just go ahead and get into a discussion about it. Because, I mean, if you're if you're married, your wife is supposed to be your partner. So, you know, I'd like to hear how you guys see things. And I'm going to be right back. So you guys carry the discussion. Why don't we go yeah. one by one on this shit real quick? We'll just buzz down. The yeah, line. start start with Josh and head down, and I'll be right back. All right, you go, Josh. Well, I mean, you know, uh, usually when I make a purchase, Misty's with me. Um, like if I make a purchase in a store for anything, she's with me. She's aware of the cost. Or And then once I started getting a third party and masterpiece, I've always told her, I was like, hey, I, I kind of want this. What do you think? She's like, you know what? whatever makes you happy she knows that i find joy in collecting she knows mm-hmm. that if i really want it then I, I budget a certain amount a month for myself and i stay within that budget uh yeah, dude, i've heard you talk about that man that seems like you're pretty rock solid on that too yeah man yeah uh, you know the only time i ever had like a one rough hit is the last week of january and i had five pre-orders hit in one week that kind of yeah. sucked but I was fortunate enough to actually sell some things during that same week to make up for the difference. Yeah. But, you know, she's she's not like what you would call 100% happy with the purchases I've made, mainly because of space issues. Yeah. But she's also aware of how important it is to me, not so much for the collective <laughs> aspect, but because of where it led me to finding the ROC. Um, yeah, the community. Yeah, that, then in the community that's led to, and now that she's actually uh, participated in a couple of meetups and gatherings, you know, she is even more excited about it. Like she, we were talking before the show tonight. She's like, three more weeks, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, three more weeks till our next meetup uh, that we're going to be uh, that we're not going to mention on air where it is, but some of you." Uh, that are going to be attending the same event. I'll see you in three weeks, and I can't wait. Uh, but it, she, she's been pretty supportive. There's been a couple of times in the past couple of years where she's gotten a little like, Jesus Christ, you keep getting these packages. You keep getting <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, what are you planning on doing with all this? And now that we got, I got inspired to start building dioramas and other things. And she's actually gotten into that. Like, um, oh, that's cool, man. When when she saw that I created that sewer layer, she's like, you know, both of us, uh, out of all my shelves that I have, even though that shelf has the fewest amount of figures, that's my favorite shelf in the house. Because yeah, it displays the best. <laughs> it, it's just an awesome display. Mm-hmm. And I've been working for the past several weeks on this massive Gundam diorama. Uh, that I'm finally going to be able to finish tomorrow. Finally, finally, finally. And then you're going to let me move into it. That's yeah, right. yeah. It's <laughs> you're going to be one of the mechanics, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me a cover We discovered this channel back in January on YouTube. Um, it's called Black Magic Craft. This is dude named oh, Jeremy from channel. Canada. 
he builds he he makes a lot of things like for dungeons and dragons and other tabletop games he makes a lot of things out of primarily foam uh similar to what pinkerton does and you know um I don't have an X carve, but I have gotten some of the tools that this guy uses to make the work on the foam easier. And I started making things and now she's gotten to where she wants to start making things too. So as a result, this stuff has grown. And while she's not entirely thrilled with some of my bigger purchases from time to time, as long as I maintain and don't go overboard, she's fine. Uh, but now she's gotten to the point where she wants to build something with me. And actually, after I finish up this Gundam diorama this weekend, <laughs> next week we're actually going to start a project together. Oh, nice. Um, so I'm really excited about that. So it's a, it's it's been a way for us to come together and find something that we enjoy and something we can do together. I just want to piggyback on what you're saying. Um, my wife, obviously, she's not a big toy person. But she does like to paint. So we, we've we converted our Florida room into, like, our project room. So, like, out while I'm sitting there customizing figures, my wife can go ahead and sling paint and shit like that, you know. And she's really mm-hmm. loving doing, like, abstract shit. And, uh, give my wife a follow if you guys can on uh, fucking Instagram. She, po- she posts her fucking shit up on there. And it's mostly abstracts, some landscapes and stuff, but it's something she really enjoys. And then at the same time, you know, we're working in this somewhat the same medium because I'm painting, she's painting. So it's a good time for us to bond, especially. Yeah, yeah. it's like doing different activities, but like just in the same space. It's oh, Sam, you're a teacher, so you know this term. It's parallel play. Yeah, dude, I, do that with, or I see that with my kids all the time. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah, this is that, and that was like on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't spit it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry. I had to jet real quick, but basically, um, I kind of want to steer this towards like, you know, your what? Like I said earlier, your wife is your partner. So like, if you're hiding something from her, you know, like whether it's how much money you spend, or like if you're trying to hide being a toy fan behind her back. I mean, that's it ain't ever gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna work. And like, when you're looking for a partner, you should look for somebody that's gonna accept you for you and accept everything that comes with you. When did, when did you guys like in in the span of your relationship? Like, when when did you like? I, I guess like introduce that you were like into all this nerdy stuff, man. Oh, right at the beginning, my wife knew uh, I was in ever. Didn't we meet you right off the bat? Our our first date. At the uh, time, I wasn't I wasn't collecting really when me and Jackie met, just because like it was I was like worried about school and shit. But like um, I had like a few figures like in my apartment at the time, and like I I, I like was open about like I was like in the comic books and stuff. But like me, like, like I didn't have like the collection that I have now. You know what I mean? I just had yeah. like some, some kind of like random shit that I picked up here and there. So well, let me my first date with my wife was literally us going to a haunted house and I was dressed as the crow. <laughs> Sweet. Um j- just for just for me, me and my wife kind of had like a what you would consider like in the movie is like a whirlwind romance. Like I moved in with my wife like 2 weeks after start- we started dating. Because you started dating her twin sister first, right? Yeah, that was <laughs> That's a story y'all will never know. So thanks Sam for teasing you. 
Um, what about Rob's twin sister? Rob's ooh, Rob's twin sister. Hey, she's a, she's only in North Carolina. Dude, Rob's Woo! Me, man, Dude, she would break you in half. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. I saw <laughs> she. I, I saw. I, I saw she's in the military. She might be able to give me some discipline. pound German shepherds. She'll just go sick them. <laughs> when when Nick refers to discipline, he's talking about the little seven inch butt plug that he keeps on his desk off camera. Hey, hey, hey! He calls it discipline. Hey, it may only be seven yeah, inches. She's got one it, called major. Pain. Just use your imagination. Hey, it may only be seven inches, but it's about as round as a coke can. You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> but um, yeah, like like I'm saying, like I I can't I can't see how like people would let collecting come in between their relationship with their spouse, yeah. Be- because like you've gotta come you when you get married. I mean, it's a melding of two people, and my wife does doesn't collect that much, but she accepts it. And me being a state mm-hmm. and me being a stay at home dad. She finances it too. You yeah, know see, what I'm that's saying? a tricky dynamic, man. That that's um, it's different, you know, because it's like me and Jack, we both make about the same money, but it's like, so we we don't we don't have like our money put together, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Like we we have like, okay, you get these bills, I get these ones, and like my 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 toy fund, like is my toy fund, yeah. and it's like it always kind of comes through the same thing, like. So like, like well, I, I'm just curious, like with that dynamic, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like for for us, <clears throat> I actually make a little more than Tiff does, mm-hmm. and then just every with ours, everything is pooled because mm-hmm. we've got three kids, we've got all that. So we yeah, and like we need to do that. We just um, yeah, we just we pool everything, and then we do all of our our household budget, and then we do all the stuff we're doing for the kids, all the stuff we need for whatever we're doing. And then I just tell her, all right, look, this is what I'm looking at. This is what I'm looking at. Yeah. And then she does the same because, like, like with my <laughs> wife and I, I mean, we're talking almost 20 years here we've been together. But yeah, she was she was Jeez. big into video games, like especially retro shit. And I, I always was, too. So that's when we started out together. That's what we did together was we, mm-hmm. we used to hunt retro video games and we still do it. So and, and as long as we've been together, I've always done something on my own, be it cars, motorcycles, nerdy shit whatever the case is and honestly this is probably the cheapest hobby i've ever had yeah <laughs> yeah you were like in a car and shit too big yeah. time like major Ooh. expensive ass shit from drag cars to the super uh, the super sport cars to super fast bikes and doing racing like pro level racing and shit so i mean she's watched me blow 100 grand on shit Wow. I mean, you, you run a race program and, and you can watch the dollars fly out of an account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, wow. it's stupid. I mean, and you get some of it back with, with sponsorships and shit, but it's it's an obscene. Dude, I got 100 grand in tools sitting in my garage right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. But, you know, getting into this stuff, it's like she always knew as long as I'm alive, I'm going to have something. I'm gonna collect something. Yeah, yeah. some some hobby, dude. And right? Yeah. A lot of this came about because we were still we always did the video game stuff throughout all this, and then, you know, we were watching movies. I was still kind of reading comics off and on, not really consistently. 
and I was always into it. Just I, I was so focused on the other stuff. Now, I was looking for a way. Like I struggled for a while to bond with Ian because mm -hmm. he's not into any of the cars, any of the. But he has <clears throat> no interest in that shit at all. Mm -hmm. But one thing we had always sort of figured out we had in common was the nerdy shit. Like he's into the gaming and he's into that, which is why he always bonded with Tiff so much better. So she told me one day she goes why don't you introduce him to transformers because i was always she knew i was always big into transformers right. i always kind of worked some of that shit into my other stuff well i did and he fell for it and it was just a fucking floodgates opening dude i sold the cars i had left i sold the bikes i sold them all oh yeah oh, wow. dude kept the tools because i still work on shit yeah <laughs> but and sometimes you might need to you know tear something down and repair it and build it back well, up not, yeah. well not, so well, not only that but when when that yeah, oh, dude I, I fix our cars myself i don't take them to shops unless it's something i just don't want to do yeah <laughs> yeah but you know like with mechanic with mechanics and truck drivers when that mac man calls you know <laughs> i ain't gotta pay that bill man fucking sutton pays that bill oh okay <laughs> see like see like that was that my, my, i come from i come from a family of mechanics and so like i know when that mac man is there that's a big splurge oh dude dude every time like i'm a matco guy and I spent obscene money in that Matco truck. <laughs> in, for he don't some, come no more, so we're good. I got everything I need. And for and for some other people with tools, it's like the Snap-on guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, those guys, they'll get you, man. And then you don't tell your wife, and you're in a little deep shit. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, I've, I I remember some of the bills. Like we had when I had my shop, the Matco guy rolled in, and by the time we were said and done. My wife looked at the bill and went, holy shit. Yeah. It was a five-digit bill. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, my... my I, I just know I just know from experience my dad my dad's uh, snap on box was at least fifteen grand. Yeah, the snap on box I used to have by the time I had the bottom box, the top box, the two side cabinets uh -huh. and the add on kit was thirty seven grand. Yeah. I don't that's the one I don't have I don't have that box anymore. I got a Matco one now that's smaller. But man, I tell you what, she has been a trooper throughout all this shit. I mean now with the tools and the cars and stuff, that kinda was my business for a long time. And but when I got into collecting the toys, she saw that bond with Ian, because him and I do that shit together. Mm -hmm. Anything we look for, everything we order, we talk about it all. We go like every figure on this shelf. Him and I have been connected to each other <clears throat> during the process, and he's got his own. You guys have seen the pictures of his. Yeah, room. it's an it's more insane than mine. Um, Although it, it did end in us having to buy a bigger place. And, you know, there's a whole nother bill coming with that and more bills coming with it. It's it's costing my collection's gonna cost me two hundred and fifty grand by the time it's all said and done. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. You can't take it with you, man. But um kind of piggy piggybacking off of what you're talking about, like bonding with your kid. Like I've I've tried to get Cal into Transformers and stuff and he, he likes them okay and stuff. But what he's really getting into is as I've been customizing figures, that's what yeah. he wants to do. Yeah. You know, he awesome. he oh. want he wants to be able to put his own mark on something and like it's so hard because like when I'm customizing a figure, I don't want anybody around me. You know what I mean? Like, unless it's my wife who's able to sit there and be quiet. 
you know, <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but like, but like Cal wants to start customizing figures and I bought the, uh, I just bought the Leonardo and shredder two pack from yeah. NECA. And so he wa- he saw what I did with my turtles and he wants to do the same thing. So that's something I can actually do with him. And so that, that's a good bonding point. Um, and again, like I said, my wife finances because I don't work. My wife finances my toy hobby. So like I can't go behind her back, you know, and yeah. I, I would feel wrong going behind her back and buying something. So it's, it is a compromise of what bills need to be paid. What, what else needs to be done? If there's something, uh, you know, if there's something, if there's something else that takes priority over it, I have to subsume my collecting for that. And I don't have a problem <laughs> I, I yeah, don't sure. have a yeah, problem with here. that. I mean, I'm looking at right now. Choice, you know, it's like, you do what you got to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I'm looking at actually that exact thing right now. So with some mm-hmm. of the stuff we have to do here and some of the stuff we got to buy for the place, I'm actually putting all of the purchasing for myself on hold until we get some of this stuff done. Yeah. But you're talking to like with the bonding, with getting into the, the customizing and shit with Cal. Mm-hmm. I've actually started to want to get into doing the dioramas and my wife has been watching some of the shit and she's really crafty and does some crazy shit like that anyway and my daughter my middle daughter Sabriel is awesome with artistic shit she really wants like they're all getting into wanting to do this with me Yeah. and the Gundams I got into building Gundams again and my whole family builds them. like yeah, all that's, the kids that's dope. are deep into them they love them so that's, that's cool man yeah, we'll all sit around the kitchen table building kits, and it's one of the few times, like, my my son, my being my oldest, and my littlest daughter being six, you know, they kind of butt heads a lot because she's real yeah. hyper, and she's six. Yeah. She's yeah. 15. <laughs> so, watching the two of them, that's the one time you will see those two sit down and focus together, and, mm-hmm. and just, like, perfectly in sync is when they're building Gundam. I, like... I kind of had a moment like that just yesterday with my son. Like after I opened up, he he likes the turtles. Yeah. And so like when I opened that two pack, like I had only bought it so that I could steal some pieces off the shredder for a custom. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and so and so like my my plan was, you know, I'll give him the stripped down shredder and the Leonardo. And then like it was so cute. He just came. He just came in and he said, "Daddy, will you play turtles with me?" And, oh yeah. yeah, I love shit like that. Yeah, you know, I've, I've sat there on the floor with like all the Autobot and Decepticon city bots spread out, and Ian will bring his stuff down, and I'd, I'd have my stuff. Like we had full war scenes and shit going on. Yeah, there. at our old place, the entire floor in the family room was just covered in toys. I'd sit there on the floor with him for hours. Because I'll say like. Like we we talked about money and it's like I, I try to like have like the toy fund and it's like mm. obviously like I mean I, I think for all of us yeah. it probably goes without saying it's like bills and like real life stuff comes first. Like, yeah, absolutely. Dude, first first I, thing I, when I get paid, I pay the monthly bills out of my yeah, check. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. I'll forget. But yeah. it's like I, I had a dude. Um, like I put I, something out and, and I think it was like in the Ageless Geeks Facebook group. I was looking for a figure and he wanted um. He was local, and I was like, "All right, dude, cool. I can meet you up." And like, he was asking forty-five for it. But I was going to the ATM, and like, I could only get twenty. Right? So I'm like, "Could you do 40? And He was like, 
man, I'm, I'm really trying to get 45. I got to buy groceries. And I was like, damn, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like, exactly, um, it, it would obviously be a problem if I was like, hey, I can't pay rent, but I got all these toys coming. But it's like, I try to just call stuff. Um, Yo, Ru- Russ, is your fan running? Yeah, someone's got uh, down. No, I don't think so. Let me see. Shouldn't be. There, you yeah, you just moved, fixed when it. When you lifted it, it stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Did it? Um, Is it running? Do you hear it now? No, it's good no. now. Um, maybe 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 it did turn off for a second. I've got my other my cooling fan underneath of it, so I don't know why. I, I kind of want to get in. I kind of want to get into a little sidebar here because Z Rock Prime in the chat made a made a comment. He says one of my issues is I make bad purchasing decisions when I'm sick or hurting. I bought all the Planet X Dinobots when I got hurt at work and was in agonizing pain for a week. Yeah, I, 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 now there, there's there's some real shit to that, man. Yeah, like it's weird, dude. Like, I, I, God. I like that last Hayabusa while I was recovering, like in the chat, like I was yeah. recovering from the crash from the bike that I. I think it's like it's a, totaled out. It's a comfort thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> like retail therapy is real, man. Be, yeah. Because like, like I, 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 I go oh, ahead. Go ahead oh, oh I, what I was gonna say is like, I have a lot of chronic injuries. I have, you know, I have chronic knee pain. I've got this issue with my neck and shoulder going on right now. But the main thing is depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Depre- depression, fuck you up, dude. De- depression and anxiety and that and something in like retail therapy is a real thing, man. Because because I know like there's certain there's certain times where I get into stages where like no matter how loving my partner is, how much love I have for my son, that just like buying something, you know, has yeah. It, it it makes you feel better. That shiny new thing, you know. It, I, I, go I ahead, Rob. Like going, you're getting really quiet for some reason. Something's washing you out. How about now? Russ, pick your laptop up again. The main noise again? There you go. Yeah. It stops every time you do this. That's fucking weird. <laughs> that is bizarre, man. It is bizarre. I'm getting rid of this in, piece of shit racing. In, Z- in Z-Rock. Yeah, we've heard that three weeks in a row. Now, To piggyback on what you said, I was going through major depression with my old employer. They fucking wrecked me. And I, I may have bought the entire line of combined mm. horse. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like <clears throat> Z Rock, your purchases are real. And again, and again, I'm not, I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just saying Z Rock says my health has been shit for a few years, so a string of purchasing splurges. I've made changes that have helped. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like you have to, you you have to recognize when you're using purchases to be like a salve on whatever, whether it's. Chronic pain, depression, anxiety. <laughs> on the stump. <laughs> it's like, on the stump. And and it's a nor it's a normal thing. You have to be okay with it, but you also just have to involve your partner and just keep keep that. You know, it's just like any relationship. You have to keep that line of communication open. Okay, man. Yeah, I like. Again, I'm gonna go off on another little tangent here, but what, my best friend from the time I was 18 until now 
he went through he went through a divorce and like he kept it quiet and everything but like a lot of what it was was just like you know he he couldn't share everything with his partner you know what i mean and so you know that's the thing buy what the fuck you're going to buy but make sure that you're communicating because also right. also when you're going through this this you know if you're using buying toys as retail therapy you need to be able to talk to your partner and tell her, hey, this is what I'm going through. Because if you don't, you're going to have more problems down the road in the future. Yeah. Well, it's like a, a lot of stuff. Like there are some times where like I'll buy stuff for that reason. It's like, I mean, all of this shit, it, it really is. It's just a distraction. You know what I mean? It, it's a way to – because like I mean real life and all, all the stresses you have to deal with like as an adult um, – like for me it's Real like a job yeah like, <laughs> like just being a parent like it's fucking hard so like you got to distract yourself to, to keep yourself sane like there's a lot of stuff i buy that i'm like i know i'm gonna sell this in a week but um hell some yeah. shit you turn around and sell the next day yeah yeah it's like yeah. a lot of stuff like it's like this show's a part of it too i'm like i want something i want something to have on the table during the show friday night you know but it's like to me it's like i'm not gonna buy something that i know i can't flip if need be because i can't tell you that the, the binds i've been in where i'm like shit we need this money let me post some shit for sale and i think that helps my wife with um some of the purchases because like she's seen it where like we've been in a bind here and there for like whether it's like medical bills or like something comes up that's like a surprise right yeah not like pay rent or like to pay the light bill like i got that money sorted out yeah those unexpected expenses yeah and like i'm like okay we need 600 bucks Mm -hmm. let me post some shit like like that's where she's like okay cool like a value that's what sudden amputations Yeah, yeah, no yeah. shit, right? And 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 like I'm not I'm not talking I'm not talking out of pocket here because he's talked about it himself. Dust, you know, he he's done that thing and he coined the turn, sell to survive. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like every like all the little shit like it's a it's a coping thing, right? Not to say like us as men can't like deal with the realities of life, but it's like like this hobby's a distraction. I mean, like I'm I'm fucking sitting here drinking beers. That's a distraction. Or it's like yeah. a yeah to piggyback Um, on that my wife has always said the same thing she goes you know you could do what most of the guys up here do and their distraction is every night they're in the bar spending Mm -hmm. tons of money and i don't you know this is and i could i haven't had to but it's like like if i had to go and sell everything i have right now i would and my wife has watched me do it with cars and bikes and yeah, yeah like and, and like for me it's like it's 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 an easy choice you know and it sucks when you see um like someone who's like out clearly struggling but then like they got like all these toys yeah you know? because it's like that that to me it's an easy choice i'm like yeah i'm gonna sell this shit because it, it, at the end of the day it doesn't matter you know it's a yeah, I mean, you you have to be secure. You have to be secure in your relationship. You have to be a, you have to be able to prioritize what you're spending. My wife, you know, when to I wanted to... my my dream car, like I, yeah. I worked my ass off yeah. of this, and we had a bunch of shit come up, and I had to make a big chunk of money really fast. And it's yeah. like you got to even think gotta about it. it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about it. That fucker was sold in a week. I I did the same thing, Rob. I, I sold my 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 Prelude um, years ago, a long time ago. Um, it was off, and I had put a lot of money into it, and I and yeah. I sold it um, because I needed well, literally. I had to. I need. I needed some money. We were fucking dead broke because yeah. a big bill came up. Yeah. And I, yeah. 
gap, so I had to literally unload my car. Um, I was upset about it, but at the same time, you're kind of like, you know, it, it was between a roof over your head and a fucking car later. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> car goes, you know, so. It- and I mean, like you know, I sold my whole combiner combiner war series just so I could take Anna out. You know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> now we know why she likes that Nick so much. Yeah, taking your penis and your balls is all coming. Chop, chop, fucking silly. We can hear him sharpening that fucking katana from here. Damn right, it's a little small. Get my fucking whetstone out. No, what's gonna happen is Russ is gonna sell all his collection to buy a tank. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's gonna roll all the way down 95 in the a1a just to Jeez, fuck, I'll be like, fucking I'll be like, shoot my rental <laughs> he's gonna go 35 hey. the whole way hey you know what you're gonna have to worry about traffic jams yeah, yeah you just like, fucking roll right over him russ <laughs> like with all this shit like with my wife like she's not into any of it like whatsoever you know what i mean but like she she i think for her it's like she just sees it it's something that i enjoy and like so she doesn't fuck with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she never gave me a hard time about it or um and I, I think was, she's too like with like the boys are into it. It was just like I don't like force shit down their throat, but like this shit's just around. You know yeah. what I mean? So like yeah. see the toys, like they see like the comic books and stuff and like they're into it. And like that's that to me is like my favorite part. And sure. brainwashing them. You yeah. Know? yeah, exactly well, what exactly what you're saying, Sam. Like I'm more into Transformers than my son is, so it's it's kind of like trying to find a middle ground, like what mm-hmm. he's interested in, so that I'm not buying him shit that's just gonna sit there that he doesn't want. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because I I, I I I may like something a lot more than he does, and so like it, it's a happy medium because it's like I don't know about you guys, but like. I only had like certain key pieces when I was a kid and like, I kind of want my son to have those same things, but he may not be as interested as I am in those pieces. So like me and my dad, like we had a really good relationship, but like all this nerd stuff, like he didn't understand it and like wasn't into it. So like we couldn't connect on that. Cause like he always would like, just give me a hard time. Like you're always like playing with those toys and shit. Like he didn't understand it, you know? But so I feel like, um, with my kids, like we can relate on that level. Like I don't yeah. see this stuff as being as trivial because like it does have meaning, you know what I mean? And it's like, I've seen like with, with my kids, like something that's important to me is like fostering and then um, like just growing their imaginations. Yeah. And like, this is how that happens. Like through, through, through fiction, you know, because they're, they're like, I, I've taught, um, like in the times I've been in college for teaching and been teaching, I've worked with kids from six years old to um, like 15 years old. I've seen plenty of kids like from like second grade who like you could tell, like just watch them and like their imagination's already snuffed out. Yeah. Stupid or like they're just like 100% in the sports and, or or, not, I'm not saying sports are bad. Like I I had, I did both when I was a kid, but it's like that this, this like star wars like built my imagination and that's how yeah. in every part of my life since then having an imagination you know like helps you okay. in any career that you could be in and yeah. so like there, 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 like there is a value to this stuff you and, know and like something i went through like because i didn't understand because i didn't understand and like it's it's really helped me is like your kids not going to be ex- 
excited about the exact same thing you are. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, find, yeah, you've got to find that balance, and then you've got to find that thing that your kid is into, so that you can bond over that. Yeah. And a lot of times, a lot of times, you're gonna have to subsume, you know, like what you're into into what they're into. Go ahead. Yeah, that's something that I've really been lucky about. Mm-hmm. Um, Madison, uh, she loves painting. Uh, she's gotten into miniature painting. She loves painting mm. the stuff. So once a month, we go to our comic shop when they have painting classes. And she loves it. It's one of her favorite things to do. And turns out she's also a huge fan of Voltron. So there's a fiction that we can actually share love over. Oh, but no. she hates admitting it. She's gotten to that age where she hates admitting it. Uh, because <clears throat> we used to do stuff together a lot when she was younger. And now, you know, she just turned 12. Uh, you know, and she's gotten to the point where, oh, parents, it's not cool to yeah. enjoy the same things as your parents. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? It is okay. Yeah. You know, and I'm trying to expose her more of that. So, like that. But sorry, go ahead, Josh. Uh, I was just saying, but uh, I'm I'm fortunate enough to, fortunately, you know, we do get to do that together. So, yeah, it's like. Yeah, she, it, it's so it's so hard to find that happy medium with your child, like of what their interests are and what they're at, because children always want to please their parents, no matter what. So it's like sometimes sometimes your kid will tell you, "Oh, I like this," but they really what they really enjoy is the time they spend with you while doing a certain activity or mm-hmm. or whatever. And like I went, I went through that with my kid with like you know like kung fu movies because I figured you know that's that would be something we could bond over like old Shaw's Brothers shit, and he's not really into that. But he would sit there and he would watch it with me just to, because he had that bonding time with me as a parent. Right. Right. Now that's that's how me and my son were with Power Rangers. <laughs> he he liked Power Rangers. So I would you know, and I liked it too, but I didn't like it as much as he did. But we would sit down and watch the show back in the day, and he, uh, um, and then he would, um, uh, well, Transformers was the same thing when he was little. I, yeah. like, like his G one, unfortunately, was you know the Unicron trilogy and stuff. Like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's that's that was you know he when he was of age. Yeah, that's, that's what got him into that's it. What man. Got him into it, right? It and I, all good. Yeah, and I, and I, I, and I couldn't stand that. Um, so I, it was painful for me, but I went through it. You know, I, I, yeah. I just smile and I put a smile on my face and go, Oh, it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And I bought him all the toys and shit, you know, just cause yeah. I wanted them, you know, even though yeah, I that, that's, that's the thing. That's the, <laughs> that's the thing. Cause like, I figure I'm like a big kid, you know what I mean? And I, I get really enthusiastic into what I get into. And yeah. so, and so me like, too. and so like trying, trying to find something and as a, and again, like I said, kids always want to please their parents. Yeah. So like being able to, and then as they get older, they'll phase out of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh-huh. And like what was cool when like the kid was five and you were, you know, exposing him to that, they get out of it, you know, and yeah. a, as they mature, like you see them get their own personality and their own preferences and being able like to maybe like put your own shit on the back burner 
for right. the kid. You know, it, yeah. it, it's it's a it's a skill that it's you need. Skill. It's a skill that you need to you know refine, and that, it's uh, it's the same thing. It's the same paramount as being a parent. Too. Yeah, and it's the same thing with your wife. It, like to bring it back to the wife discussion. You know, yeah. you have yeah. like when my when my when I met my wife, we've been together since two thousand and one. My wife hadn't seen The Godfather. My wife hadn't, you know, and there's so many movies that she hadn't seen. And, like, I was like, you need to see this shit. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? you? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? And so, like, some of the things she's enjoyed, but other things just haven't been her thing. And so, yeah. like, find, finding that happy medium of exposing your loved ones to what you love and actually having them enjoy it. You know what I mean? That's, that's a huge, that's a huge thing. And the only way that you can learn that is by being together for a long time and actually, you know, listening to your partner, mature, maturing and actually realizing what's going on. Yeah. Nick, there's that, there's that like maturing together, you know what I mean? Like my wife, and it's like I know it too. Like there's some shit that I'm gonna do there. That's like a, that's just a me activity. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like it's like we're way past the point of her like getting upset or like me getting upset if she wants to go do something by her own or like yeah. with her friends or whatever. It's like um, well, that's that's something that my wife and I have always had is the ability to separate each other from each other. We, we yeah. Have, yeah, we she well, can go do the things she enjoys, I can do the things I enjoy, and we can have those separate interests and nobody cares. Dude, cause, but but that comes with from a place of trust and security. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's like even shit, dude, I'll say it like my brother and his wife, like I feel like she and I I don't think he watches the show. <laughs> <laughs> she she's the type that gets like I, I wanna say threatened when he has any type of fun without her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like for me, Jackie, it's like if she goes out with her friends or her sister or whoever and she's having fun, then I'm happy for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not worried about her fucking cheating on me. Like we've been through too much shit. And that's like, so like there is that security. And like just the amount of shit that we've been through with with raising these kids and like like all the shit with Sonny, it's like, whenever we do get into it or like when we do have a big blowout fight which we have like everybody does yeah, yeah. and it's like it's like it might be bad but like it in 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 like my my heart of hearts i know that like it's gonna be okay how many do you have <laughs> it's like it, it, everything will be cool just because it always has been it's like okay through all this, like, yeah go ahead sure. rob no. no i was gonna say that's like like tiff um Every once in a while, she needs to just disconnect from everything up here. Because being right. the primary carrier, I mean, with all the hours I work, she ends up basically single parenting for the most part. Yeah. So she needs that disconnect every once in a while. And her biggest disconnect is she'll take her laptop and then she goes down to her best friend's house. And those two girls will are addicted to World of Warcraft. They will sit at Tony's place and they will play World of Warcraft. And then, like, Saturday night, they'll go out and... Tony's not like she's not a drunk, but she's a, a bit of a bar hopper. She likes to go to the bar, have a few drinks, dance, yeah. and shit like that. And they'll do that. They'll go out and and stop at the bar, or maybe one or two of them. Tiff doesn't really drink except you know she'll have some wine at home, 
so she's the designated driver they do their thing i don't care like they can stay out at the bar till close time don't give a fuck yeah <laughs> and i might not even hear from her all weekend aside from a quick test uh, text hey the kid's okay you know everything's cool down here i'm fine and then she mm. you know I, I won't call her i won't i won't bother her yeah unless it's something that i need an answer to for the kid yeah, right in that like like your guys dynamic you know yeah and that and and the thing that people don't understand is that comes with time you know what i'm saying yeah like it's not something that's going to happen over the first month right right and And the other thing oh go ahead and and i just want to say like another thing is if you have mental health issues like a lot of times that manifests onto insecurity in your relationship Yeah. yeah so like it, it's so weird. My wife is a saint. Like, first of all, she work. She's the one that works. Okay, and she's put in so much time, you know, on her own to do her job and provide for us. So, but like at the same time, like I might have an issue where, like, my mental, where my mental illness, you know, depression, anxiety, post traumatic stress, where I project that onto her and like you have to communicate about it that's the thing like yeah communication communication if you stop communicating with your spouse that's when it's over exactly and that goes that goes don't get a don't get a 180 dollar transformer and they say how much was that don't tell them 40 bucks yeah They're not that stupid. Don't think they are. Well, some some of them are. Some of them are, and and you and you can run that game as much as much as you can. But at the same time, that just speaks to your relationship. Yeah, but it also means as soon as they pull up Google and go, wait a minute, there's like five grand sitting here, and you you said it was like four hundred bucks. You could do that, and they could believe you, and they could never (laughs) touch you. But like, if if you like, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and um And, and. and be comfortable with yourself. And like, if I was lying to my wife about some shit like that, I wouldn't be comfortable with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then no, and I will say, my, my wife and I joke about that shit from time to time. Yeah. Like, okay. How much is that one? Ah, it's like 20 bucks. And she'll yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no, we, yeah. yeah, we'll go Dude, with that. But go ahead, Russ. I could never pull that off. Yeah, Anna would laugh at me and go, "Are you fucking think I'm yeah. fucking stupid? But, I but, know how much this shit costs because she collects." Yeah, that see, see, that's the th- that's yeah. the thing, Russ is like Anna collects, so like she has yeah. she has that on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she knows so, everything I buy. Yeah, she knows about it because one, I agree with you, Nick. I, I feel like I, if I if I can't be honest with her, what the fuck are we doing? You know, exactly, really. exactly. Um, so I always tell her when I, if I'm getting some. Half the time, she 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 knows about it. I'm I'm having her like you know like when it comes to Agabus, it's easier to just pay him through PayPal instead yeah. of running my credit card. So I'll have mm-hmm. her use her PayPal account and pay him. You know, she knows I'm getting that. You know, it's not a big you know big deal. Um, with her, it's just that she, um, with you know, with her Star Wars collection and stuff, she's really. Anna's just a, a frugal purchaser. She likes to mm. give really good deals. You know? Yeah. And what she gets aggravated with me about is sometimes I'm impatient and I don't I don't look for a deal. I'm I'm yeah. on. I pounce. And she's like, Why don't you wait and see if you can find that shit for a little more cheaper or something? I'm yeah. like, I want yeah. this shit now. 
I'm, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm impulsive. That's why Hannah. Yeah, I am very same impulsive. thing here. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's that must be a know. male thing. Yeah, it drives everyone nuts. And since you mentioned it, Agabus is a sponsor of the Realm of Collectors, and he has flat rate shipping. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, um, what what I I want want to basically just say is that, you know, we... It may sound may sound like we're coming off kind of judgy, but I really don't. I really don't think we are. Your relationship with your spouse is your relationship with your spouse, right? And what what works for you is going to work for you, right? Um, so our opinions on this don't really matter when it comes to your relationship, yeah, like our situations. Yeah, yeah, this is this is just our this is just our situations. And, and realistically, I think most of us have been in the same relationship for an extended period of time. So Yeah. Yeah, I've been yeah, with my wife since two thousand one. So. It's like we have that in common, but then it's like we're all of like different ages. We're all yep. we all like have different different home lives, you know, so it's like yeah. we got a pretty wide or varied background. You know, I think that's yeah. good. extremely like yeah, different Russ, experiences. I think you got a, Russ. You got a kid that's already in college, don't you? No, well, I've got a kid who's. I got a kid who should be in college, but he's late working. <laughs> that's a. That's all right. Yo, next. Yeah, I've got a, next, my daughter's. My daughter's starting school. Yeah, this Russ has been don't, don't hey, lie, Ru- Russ. Don't Russ. Don't worry about it. Next time I talk to Anna, me me and her will get together about RJ, so you don't have you're, to worry about it. I'm also, did, I, did I tell you? Did I tell you guys when I cut his penis and his balls off, I'm slicing pieces out of his ass too. Did I tell you that? It's gonna, it's gonna be great. I'm just gonna chop Nick up. It's gonna be wonderful. Hey, I'm already, I'm already bald. I might as well be Varus. <laughs> I, I will. What one last, one last thing about this? I will say this with Anna. Anna and I've been together since we were in high school. So, um. It's kind of strange for me. I, we, we've had our ups and downs and insanity. But one thing that I know I always was able to do with her was tell her the truth about my collecting habits, you know, what I like yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. And I had a collection in, in the 90s, and I sold I sold all my stuff off because I needed money. You know, and I, and I had yeah. to get rid of all my shit. So I, I went through a lot of years where I didn't collect anything. Yeah. And I got back into this in 2014. See. Um, Anna was the one who was like, very supportive yeah but uh that was until i discovered third party and she, she was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> yeah um just, just to piggyback off that like my wife sees like how happy i yes. get when i get yeah. something and so happy. that makes her happy because i'm happy yeah. Yeah. um you, you know and, yeah and so it's 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 been those times where like like we said like an emergency comes up where i'm like all right i'll i'll tell, I'll tell jackie I'm like all right i can sell this this and this and make this much money and she's always like not all the time but like a lot of times she'll be like no you don't have to do that like, yeah or, but like to me like it's like it's like the quote-unquote man of the house i'm like no dude, yeah like, like, this, yep. this is just like trivial shit. It- if it's this money sitting here, you know, and what you, and what you're going to talks about, you know, like a whole different issue that we could spend another whole hour on, which is, you know, gender roles and how, yeah, and how, like, you know, it's so hard. Like personally, for me, I don't know about any of you guys, but as a stay-at-home dad, like 
people that are people that are even in my family fucking look down on me and yeah dude it's like i said it's a different dynamic and it's not a bad dynamic it's just a different dynamic dude and it's like nick i'm in the summertime like that's what i do i don't i don't work in the summertime like i just chill and my wife so it's like it, it is that like that that type of flip it's like I, I do have a hard time being at home just because I feel like I need to be doing something. Yeah. So like, I know like I joke about it on here, but like, I, I like, I can't relax. Dude. Like, I'm fucking, yeah. Dude, I've, seen, like, I've seen my wife be a stay home mom. Like she was a stay home mom for years and yeah, it is. That's that stay home parent life is fucking brutal. It's, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not like you're just chilling. Yeah. But you also, you also have to think like being a stay, being a stay at home mom is more societally acceptable than being right. a stay at home dad. Because like I, I have people in my, in my family, like, and I loved my grandmother to death. I loved my Nana, but like she completely looked down on me because I was a stay at home dad and I didn't, you know, work while my wife was working. So like yeah. that, that is crushing when you have a relationship yeah, that really matters to yeah. you. And that person doesn't understand the dynamic that you have with your spouse. Or they're like not willing to try to understand. You know? Right. Well, it, but at the end of the day, and this is what we are, because we had a lot of people that would shit on Tiff for being a stay home. Oh, you, you know, he's out there working. You should be working too. And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know what? No. And yeah. that's when you got to step back and go, I don't care who you are. And, and actually, my great-grandmother was one of the uh, that said this. She goes, you guys need to figure out what works for you. Yeah, that's hell awesome. with everybody yeah. else. Because like, yeah. only, only, only you and your wife know what's the best for, you, for your right. family. So it's like you, you're, you make those decisions, and that's it. Yeah. Now, like my father-in-law may hate this, but I I love the dude to death. His name his name's Mark, and like him and his wife told me and my wife something that really resonates with me, and something that I've always I've started to use in my decisions. And it's that as you grow older, you have a list, and you have a list of people's opinions that matter and people's opinions that don't. And it's going to change from subject to subject. You know what I mean? So, like, Mark, Mark and Marilyn, that's my uh, father-in-law and his wife, have all, have all, <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they ever listen, it's a shout-out. But um, they they've always been a lot more supportive of me staying home than my wife's mother who I don't fucking get along with at all and fuck you bitch. But um <laughs> like that that that's the thing is that you have to have that communication with your spouse. And then if like there if somebody doesn't under, doesn't understand, doesn't really approve of what you're doing, you need to be able to have that support at your house, you know, in your home for your lifestyle in order to be able to succeed. Right. And so, and so there, sorry, Rob, just real quick. What their, what their idea of the list is that you, for every fucking decision you make, you have to have a list of whose opinion matters and who doesn't. And, even the, even though my father-in-law and his wife have been very supportive sometimes 
they're not on the list. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's how we've always looked at it. As far as our list goes, the ones, the opinions that matter are only the opinions of those in my house. Yeah. My myself, my wife, our children. Their mm. opinions matter because they affect the lives. Bless of you, Sam. Anybody else's opinions, we may acknowledge them, but it doesn't mean we give two shits. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. So they have no effect on us. People yeah. Give it without you asking for them. And, and, and sometimes, like, I've had people not be like, well, I'm just trying to help. But I'm like, I didn't ask for help. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's, that's the thing. It's like I, I always look at them and say, all right, are you paying my mortgage this month? Are you paying yeah. my light bill this yeah, month? And it's exactly. Like, it's like even when – um. Like when me and Jackie, when we found out we were having Sunny, it's like you think your parents' opinions, like you want to hold them, like you want to value them or whatever. But like my mom and dad, like I've told you guys, like they're like super religious, right? So like yeah. they were like when we told them like that we were gonna have Sunny, like they were just like nothing but stressed out and like mm. oh we gotta get married like as soon as possible. We're like no, like we're not ready for that yet. Yeah. Time, and it's, it's like at the time we had been together for like six years in a super stable relationship we lived together the whole time um like completely supported ourselves like it's not like i went to my mom and like hey we're having a baby can we have some money like we're having a baby and and, and we want you yeah. to be excited about it and it sucks it's like they weren't but that's like my my brother my other brother who had um like they've been in a relationship like he he'd known his wife like they were together for like maybe eight months and like they they were gonna get married then they got married and like they're they got pregnant or whatever and like everyone's happy for them i was like the only difference is like that they're they're married you know what i mean like it just sucks man you know what's really funny about that actually <clears throat> that exact story um tiff and i had been together for four four years we owned a house together we, we had a stable relationship and we were actually planning our wedding and we got pregnant with Ian and it, it was basically six months sooner than we planned. So it wasn't like we weren't planning on it already, yeah. but okay, cool. You know, this kid's coming and, and it was like, told my mom, I knew my mom's used to this shit. Cause we, my, my sisters had kids in their teens and like, yeah, it, 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 to, okay, cool. My dad, awesome. Even her mom, she called until I told her mom I wasn't worried about her mom. I was worried as hell about telling my now father-in-law. Mm. Like I, I was scared to death of this man, and I was expecting to get my head tore off by this yeah. dude. And we call and we tell him, and I heard him whoop over the phone. Oh, like the man cool, was man. jumping. First thing he says is, "We're going baby shopping. I'm taking you guys to dinner. Let's oh, go." Dude, that's cool, man. <laughs> that's cool. Dude, as fuck. He has been like he's seriously been our between him and my grandmother before she passed have been our biggest champions. Like yeah. he's been in our dude, that's corner. Cool. And it's like that, that for me. It's like all I can do is never make my kids feel that way. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? If my if my son one of them comes to me and be like, hey, we got this girl pregnant. I'm going to say, hell yeah. Let's do what we got to do together as a family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like my father-in-law said, he like, goes, you know, you guys you guys have a house together. He goes, you guys are have been together for years. He goes, I, I've been waiting for this phone call for like two years. <laughs> cool, <laughs> he goes, it's he's, he's, cool. yeah. And he is the only one, the only person in our whole family that threw a fucking bitch fit was her little sister went 
ate yeah. shit on her. Like, really upset my wife. Yeah. And, 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 oh, I, I won't even go into her story, but she Fuck has em. no room to talk. And she has gotten mad at Tiff every time she's gotten pregnant. You, you know, it's funny about that. Me, when me and Anna got married, like, Anna had joined the, the, the Navy. And she went to boot camp, like, right after we got married. But yeah. then she got, she went through, she ended up getting, they, 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 they basically, she had, she got in some trouble there is what happened. Cause Anna was oh, no. Badass. Dude, Anna was like, a, <laughs> Anna was a, like a little gangster out there, man. She was running like a whorehouse in the fucking boot camp. Oh, she was, shit. Like, she had women, she had women, like, because she had a lot of the girls that were there paying her money to she get to, to to use the laundry room because she she ran the laundry room that was like one of her biggest signs. So she like, was <laughs> pouring out the laundry room to make money. I'm like I'm hearing fuck, it. Dude? I'm hearing it. It was insane, dude. I was like Anna. You're just dude. giving him spank material for later, dude. <laughs> yeah, let, let's be honest here. I don't need spank material. <laughs> my my wife's my wife's libido fucking outspreads mine. So <laughs> he, he uh but she basically came back from boot camp with like 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 almost two grand, dude. Oh, money. Shit. I was like, Jesus Christ, go ahead and grow your badass. To... Wait, but when she got back though, you know, we we were married and then we I mean, she got pregnant with RJ pretty fast. But when people do the math sometimes, like there people's like for a long time, people's reaction was they thought we got to get married because I knocked her up, right? Yeah. But I always oh, have to tell yeah. them, listen, I I got married her and then knocked her up, dude. So like Take it easy. I did it right for a change. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because it was all the religious zealots that were putting on my ass. You know, like all my friends of mine, they were like, you know, well, you know, you you're living in sin. I like, so I married her. And then I had you know, I got her pregnant. Well, did you marry her because she was pregnant? I'm like, no, motherfucker, I got her pregnant after I married her. Shit, what you want? <laughs> yeah. You can't make nobody happy. So I decided, fuck it, I'm tired of making people happy. I yeah. did what I want to do. Oh, it's like he's like I never since then I've never made anyone happy in my life. No way. <laughs> All right. We're we're coming up on we're coming up on almost two and a half hours, so I just want to end okay. on this. Um This is a fun discussion though. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think it's important and I think that yeah. you know it may may help some people in the realm that are looking at things and if they listen to this discussion they can see what a healthy relationship is and how Go ahead, Russ. Same. I, I was gonna say, even if like, if if no one else is like share the same experience, just get it out, man. Just talking about talking about stuff helps, you know. And it actually, that, that actually, one thing you can take away from this, and it doesn't matter what relationship, what your relationship is, <clears throat> with your partner, communication. Yep, absolutely. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Yeah, I agree. So I. I just want to end on this, I think. Um, basically, before my wife, the most important woman in my life was my grandmother and my nana. And, like, it, it was very hard because my nana knew I wasn't working and she had those preconceived gender notions. Yeah. Um. So it hurt a lot. But, you know, you take that from... You take that from that person that's important to you, but at the same time, when you have a spouse or somebody that you're about to make your spouse, that's the person that needs to be in your corner. 
You know, yep. me and my wife, yep. me and my wife have always said it's me and her against the world because her family. Ah, yeah, that That's yep. 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 yeah, exactly. And, 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 and just to clarify, you don't mean chained up in a basement corner. Absolutely, but like the the well, thing. Well, I don't know what kind of kinky shit they're into, but you know if it. Makes hey, <laughs> but but as long as it's voluntary. But but seriously, to. And end this discussion and go into the unbroadcasted. What I want to say is that you may have people that are very important in your life. And you do need to listen to them as you're coming up. But when you make the choice that someone is going to be your forever partner and going to be your spouse, you have to have that person in your corner. And if you you have to be in theirs. And you have to be in theirs. And... If you don't do that, your relationship is going to fail. And the other thing is the communication has to be there. You you have to be able to talk to your spouse. You need to be able to talk to your partner. You need to be able to communicate with that person because you're going to be with that person for the rest of your life. People are going to come and go, but your spouse is supposed to be there for you for the rest of your life. Right. And this has been Masterpiece Shippies Theater and Relationship Advice. Um, This has been Love Line with Dr. Drew. Yeah, dude, and I'm sure that I'm not speaking out of pocket, but the rest of us, we would love to do a fucking Dr. Drew episode. Oh, hell yeah. So if anybody has anything like this, whether it's related to fucking collecting or not, Hit us up. You can hit me up at CaptainGeek at gmail.com or you can hit us up in our own Facebook group. And if you have an issue with a relationship, you can be anonymous. Just go ahead and hit it, hit it up and say that you don't want your name printed or whatever. We will hit your fucking topic up because I, I think that we provide something different. And I think that if you value our opinion... We'd be more than happy to have an entire episode related to what people are going through in their relationships and the advice that we would have. We have Josh who's married. We have Rob who's married. Russ is married. Sam no, is married. We're not legally married, but close enough. Know. Close enough. You're, <laughs> you're fucking. You're, fu- you're fucking common law. So, yeah. so yeah, it's not recognized though, but we do tell each other. You know what the anybody. fuck I mean. You're just fucking undercutting me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. That's but any, do. but anyways, I think that would be a really interesting episode. Um, Z Rock, anybody else who has issues that they would like that they would like addressed, hit me up again. It's Captain Geek with three E's at gmail dot com. <laughs> And we, and dude, if you hit me up, I promise you, we'll dedicate some time to you. Here's the other unique side we've got is, is it's not just on the relationship side. All of us have struggled with different types of depression, different yeah. injuries, life changing yeah. events, mm-hmm. legs getting hacked off, you know, all kinds yeah. of if, I think between the five of us, we pretty much run the goddamn gamut. With, <laughs> with the amount of prescriptions on this group, we got you covered. all right so on so on that point i love to say our usual outgo peace love and hair grease we love you guys thank (laughs) you for watching the show thank you for every week you know sticking with us 
We'd love to hear from you guys either through our Facebook group, the Rumble Collectors Facebook group, or again, my email is CaptainGeek with three E's at Gmail. So if any of you have any issues that you'd like to see, and I will keep your I will keep your shit private. You know I will. So please hit us up. We'll talk to you later. Love you guys. Peace. We're gonna hit the fucking credits and again. Peace, love, and hair grease. We love y'all. Take care. Yeah, have a good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. All right, cool. Let me go ahead.